welcome to Overboost 34. Overboost is a podcast interview series featuring discussions with speedrunners. And this time, I'm introducing a new panel format. Uh, me and three guests, uh, one of whom is late because of weather, but that's okay. We still love him anyway. And he's here with us in his spirit form. Uh, we'll be discussing the upcoming AGDQ 2021 schedule and providing some top picks uh, for each day of the event. Uh, I am your host, PMC Trilogy, uh, and with me today are uh, KZ Fru and Amber. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello. What up? So, two disclaimers off the top. Uh, we've all been runners at GDQ, but obviously none of us are uh, affiliated with it in any official capacity. This is all for fun. Uh, every And furthermore, we're going to be picking some of our favorites, but GDQ is an extremely competitive event. Every run on the schedule has merit and you know had to compete for that spot. So uh, I have imposed a game-like structure where we have three points for each day. Uh, obviously that requ- that forces us to choose and to talk about it in a podcast format but you know again that is not throwing down <laughs> at any of the other runs um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to walk through each day uh, take turns kind of a, a, a lot of point we have some video clips uh, prepped uh, that w- I'll show on stream while people are talking about you know whatever it is they're talking about usually like one each day per person and we'll we'll you know speed that up so that as needed, and uh, and I'm excited to get into it. Uh, who wants to lead off? Who wants to talk? Who wants to give their first run for Sunday? Uh, I'm going to volunteer plywood. Sorry, was that? Uh, I think fine? he's gotten bored <laughs> already. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. as, the, as the host of the podcast, I think you should uh, you should you know take charge here. I like listen okay. listening to okay. you. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I you know I I. A lot of the runs that I'm going to talk about are runs that I already knew about uh, beforehand, but I wanted to highlight one that I did not know about until I uh, got to the schedule, uh, or, or I so just I'm saw that. That is not what I wanted one. to happen. Oh, um, nice. That's that good. was, that was <laughs> Chrome, awesome. Chrome's behavior was great. <laughs> I did all this work setting up this thing to appear in the middle of the screen, and Chrome said, what if you just put it there? Uh, so this is a game called Light Matter. This is one oh, of those yeah, first-person shooter-oriented puzzle games where the whole premise of the game, right, as so far as I can tell, here. is that you are manipulating lights in different ways uh, in order to move safely. Like, I, I think right, if you walk here, in the fine. darkness, you die. Uh, this run, this of course, here, is this, is Bobby Burns PB. Send it back right so away. they're not dying because the they're right doing away. everything right. But it definitely has good. the feeling of like Audio one of those runs where the runner, uh, who I think is doing a pretty good jump. job here and is good. even streaming his PB, is going to be like probably constantly second. freaking out because they're so close to death, and us, the audience, just can't <laughs> understand it. Here, grab this. So one. I'm, I really feel like good. this kind of thing, like good, these good, kind good. of like first-person right, so puzzle games, uh, are always really neat, and I, I definitely was impressed by this. Is like my my pick of that kind of genre for for the schedule. All right, this one's uh, so, a little scroller based. Yeah, so I was pretty happy with that being a sort of uh, thing that I found. Now let me do what, what what Chrome should have let me let me do, which was put that here. So again, light matter, one point. Uh, that, that game gives me big Talos Principle vibes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was looking at that preview, and I've always really enjoyed watching those games for sure. Yeah, another one was uh, I think last event maybe was Super Bliminal. 
Uh, that was about like yeah, that's, that's a really good one, one too. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, I guess should we just maybe go down visually from from top to bottom then on the on the right side of the screen? Sure. Oh, you want me to? You, you want me to go? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> it's to everybody's shock and surprise. Um, you know, I'm a bit a, a big advocate for uh, 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 the Just Cause Three one. You know, I gave that one one point. The Sky Fortress DLC. I've been watching a little bit of uh, PMC play that uh, over over the years, and I think it's a good one for sp- specifically early marathon. You know, it's the third. It's going to be the third run of the event. Uh, it's a very pretty game, actually. I think it's aged well graphically. You know, it's got bright, vibrant right, colors. It's got very up, exciting. It's just you know, explosions, wingsuit. Guns, vehicular theft, I think, uh, Grand Theft Auto, excuse me, uh, of particularly jets and and other things, you know. Uh, I'll be there, Uh, PMC will be there, and we're going to have a great time, I think. And I think that's going to be a real real early hit, right? Uh, Because they're coming out swinging with some of these, you know, Mirror's Edge, Donkey Kong Country, Just Cause 3, like, boom, boom. GDQ is not really beating anybody up, but you know, um, I think it's good. I think it's good start, you know, to the event. So looking forward to that one. Gave it a point. One yeah, point. and and so the flow here too is if if multiple people are in on the same game, obviously everyone can then talk about that game being their pick at the time. Uh, you know, no surprise. I didn't want to start off the thing by by tuning my own <laughs> horn, but I am excited for for my own run. Uh, I was trying to of get, course. Let's try to get you to do that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is this is the sort of open world action game where it's nice because I'm doing a DLC category. DLC category. I am, uh, you know, able to. Ha- you know, I'm really excited for the couch. You know, having you and Brian Otto. Uh, I think I think a lot of the physics shenanigans are going to, you know, they're they're going to be fun. There, people are not going to expect towing the jeep. Or swinging it through the checkpoint or stuff like that. So I'm hopeful that it oh, will yeah. impress people, I mean, I can't and uh, and it'll go guess, from uh, from there. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm <laughs> we'll we'll see how it goes, but uh, it should it should be should be nice. Hell yeah, I am. I'm excited to see it too. Uh, I actually don't know much of anything about the Just Cause franchise other than their big romps around open world experiences with big explosions and stuff uh i watch a youtube channel that the guy who did the sound design for just cause 4 runs and that's like all that i know about just cause is like marshall mcgee the sound designer that's anyways uh i am going to throw my first twist in which is that we are allowed to assign three points but i don't know a lot about a lot of speed games. So some of these, I have a free convince me floater point. And uh, I'm not sure. I think I might be putting that towards just cause. Oh, excellent. No, I mean, you you don't have to sell me on it. I'll do that. (laughs) Uh, The, uh, the, I had, I had two runs to point out on Sunday and then I had a floater for this for, for today. Uh, on the on the preview already, you can see Ratchet and Clank 2016. If I remember correctly, uh, the remake of that game has not been added GDQ before. I don't know too much about the run, um, but I do. Uh, Perilous Pina is a good friend of mine, and it's really really exciting to see um, him doing a run. He's from Brazil, so he wouldn't have been able to attend a GDQ. So it's really cool that the online format allows him to be able to do a run at the event. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love that. 
Yeah, no, that's then, that's really neat for sure. That just benefit. Yeah, things things that couldn't happen otherwise, like just taking that silver lining is really neat. Hundred percent. The uh, the run that I had a little clip for was uh, Ori and the Will o' Wisps. There's a main quest order race on the first day between Hetfield and Scarfelt. They're both really good runners. Um, and uh, I I picked a clip that shows off like the bread and butter of the run as well as a kind of cool skip as well. So um, yeah, if up. you don't know anything about the the sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, uh, the big thing is that Ori has like weapons and like there's actual combat in the game. In addition to it being a, a really cool, beautiful puzzle platforming yeah, in Metroidvania, um, and th- this run has some really cool skips. Like this first skip here uh, is called Ofer Skip, uh, and it skips a bunch of dialogue if I remember correctly, so that you can get right into his shop. And then, you, and then you pick up Sentry and you fly in the air because uh, Sentry spawns this like little dude, and then you're able to use a sword slash in that spawn and just launch yourself up in the air. And that's like the bread and butter speed tech of the run. It's really cool. I've never played it, man. It's, it's, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a very, very fun run. My partner did runs of uh, Ori 2 as well. And yeah, it's a really cool game. Really beautiful game. Sick. I just feel like oh, yeah. you... I, I always see Ori and I'm like, oh man, this is pretty. It is gorgeous. Yeah, it. it I, I've played a few, you know, a few of these. Uh, I remember Braid. Braid's a real old yeah, school one. Uh, that might be on the schedule too, actually, I think braid um it's in like a different yeah way. i mean visually impressive you know hollow knight that sort of thing people go crazy over these over these uh these games all right let me let me throw in what i think is going to be maybe one that both fru and i are interested in which is uh dragon age origins is a oh, yeah. wild oh, wild yeah. speed run um <laughs> i think let me i want to because i want to i want to highlight the thing that i i got for this which is the uh i always love western rpgs that let you just bork the game at the time of character creation like i think that's so so essential oh really and so <laughs> like because I, I was i was watching this right i was watching this video trying to be like all right what's going on here and you just see him like constantly going back and forth between it and the numbers just start going up <laughs> and up and up uh, <laughs> it's really it's just like oh no why do we have hundreds of magic like this was never supposed to have been done um <clears throat> so good so yeah. It, yeah, those it just kinds of exploits are awesome at the very very beginning being able to just like immediately break the game is super super fun it's, there's like the two sides of it with western rpgs there's like either working within the bounds of what you have or just like completely breaking it right from the very beginning yeah i feel like dragon age origins is great because it has i think a lot of the different flavors of the western rpg breaking um because not only i mean i highlighted this like i saw the character creation thing and like i thought this was like the play uh but i think i think mr fru so the the guests of course had to send me their video clips ahead of time so i i knew ahead of time some of the some of the games that we brought up i'm gonna get your video clip you want to give your pitch for dragon age origins right so uh you know, i don't know too much about this run but um but of course, it's Bioware RPG. It's Western RPG. It's gonna be good. It's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little jank. You know, I, I specifically remember uh, there being a, at least one Dragon Age title that was rough around the edges. I don't think it was this one, but uh, you know, a couple things I noticed uh, that interested me. Um, the estimate for this is an hour. 
Uh, but the world record, I think, is 40 minutes, and that's that's RTA, right? So uh, the 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 big float is interesting between like estimate and like expected runtime, and then this clip is just is just insane. Like I don't know what happens, I don't know what's going on, and, and it's probably uh, part of the reason. Of course, this is being chosen for the event, and uh, I remember reading a speedrun thread, r slash uh, speedrun, everybody's favorite website. Uh, there was a thread where somebody asked, uh, is there a run where they actually like play through the game? So uh, I want to see exactly how they don't play through the game. Clearly, you know, I'm sure it involves something, something to do with just walking straight out of bounds, having glitched character stats. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot going on. And, and also, I love to give shout-outs to games that document things well, and uh, I think Dragon Age Origins, actually, I was impressed with their documentation in terms of, like, route, glitches, all that, even, like, beginner-friendly stuff. It's really cool. Uh, they've got an entire, like, Google Doc. Uh, it's in English and French, I think, so uh, take your take your pick. And they, they both cover, like, two different routes, so that's that's really cool. It's, got, it's color-coded and everything. It's got nice graphics, so... Uh, you know, they're doing good work over there. I'm excited to see uh, how... how you know, they bring this to the table. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to this one. Now, of course, unfortunately, uh, folks, if you're, if you're coming and we, Plywood is being delayed by weather, so we can't get uh, his picks right now. Uh, I think right now, I think we the the last point we got to give out is from, uh, you. Have, do you have another run, another pick, uh, Mr. Frew? Yeah, so um, there was another one, I think, later, later in the day, later on Sunday. Uh, I don't exactly remember when, if it's late night, early morning, but um otagi myth of demons i gave that one a point uh i don't know i don't know anything about this game um but it sounds dank okay and uh when i say that yeah 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 well well, when i say dank what i mean is somebody asked me this today when i was streaming i don't know how to describe it i don't know what i mean when i say dank really i just it's got a feeling right you know it just evokes something within you and uh, uh, the clip right now, you know, it's just showing off some cool movement. That that looks pretty cool. Some uh, some sort of uh, you know sword thrusting, platforming going on. Some sort of blink forwards. Uh, there's good there's good voice acting as well. Apparently, um, that's what I heard anyway. And uh, this is an Xbox exclusive, I think. And there's some some games I think lost to time right now, just kind of stuck on the original Xbox platform, like uh, like Blink's the Time Sweeper. You know, my probably personal pick for random ass Xbox game. Um, what is this? Blink's the Time Sweeper. You just sweep up time with a vacuum. But right now we're talking about Otagi. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I love original Xbox games because like there's a bunch of mech games that are stuck on that platform. And this one, I mean, I think I had been saying Otagi is definitely another one that I'm interested in. I was on the fence between this and uh, this one and Light Matter uh, for being my, right. my third pick. Uh, so, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought it up because it's definitely uh, it's interesting. It's got cool movement. And it's just got a great, it's got a great Xbox aesthetic. Uh, it's just really, really neat. Uh, for sure, so. and I'm, I'm definitely looking for like commentary on this one too, because uh, this is your chance to bring your game, you know, to to the largest speedrun uh, showcase you you possibly could have. So, um, when it comes to a game like o- o- Otagi, Otogi, um, you know, Odigi? what's what's Otogi? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, whichever one, uh, you know, like. I'm just looking forward for how they how they sell it. You know, what is this game? Any backstory they have about the game? Personal anecdotes? Anything they might know 
that the general audiences otherwise wouldn't outside of things like glitch tech. You know, uh, these these sorts of showcases can be good for just that background information. And I'm interested to hear if there's any any mysteries with the myth of demons. Cool. Well, I think that should wrap up our, our first day. I, I want to note that Atogi, so I, I decided to make the cutoff 5 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern just, you know, because I I, oh. I didn't know from where I'd be getting guests. So I was like, I just need to decide on something. And, you know, it'll probably be more North American centric. So I'll just make it sort of kind of fit in, you know, with, with West Coast time as well. This one is 440 a.m. for East Coast. So you might not be catching it live uh, if you're East Coast. But uh, certainly if you're EU, this will probably be a very pleasant afternoon run for you, uh, for a Togi. So that should be exciting. Uh, let me split then and, uh, we'll get on, uh, let's see. Uh, so this is now Monday. I think I will, Oh wait, did I, Oh, I forgot to write down things. Yeah. Doing, too much, doing too much production here. So, you know how I mentioned you've, I've got some convince me picks. Well, Guess who knows absolutely nothing about any of the runs on Monday? I I looked down the list and I was like, man, I've never watched any of these. I feel horrible about that. But I'm sure that these are all really, really cool games. And I'm definitely going to be paying attention on Monday because I need to get educated. I guess there are some runs that I'm excited for that I don't know anything about. That I could point out. Here, we'll only do two yeah, convincing okay. points. Give, right. give, give a point towards ukulele and the impossible lair because I'm interested. I know nothing about it and I'm interested. Uh, it's it is the it's the sequel to the not fantastically good, but I mean it, it was pretty good. I mean the Kickstarter Kickstarter legend ukulele spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie, not the best game but had a lot to talk about about it um and this game is much better and uh like from a game standpoint but it didn't get talked about as much i'm very excited to see what the speedrun looks like and what 24 b's means it's very interesting to me no um, that's that's a strong one I played Lucille. I was a little interested in the run for it uh, at one time because I, I thought it was, I thought it was a great love letter to just that that era of game, and uh, you know, never something I really picked up. But they also had good documentation, so <laughs> good. We're doing good work in speedrunning when when anybody just with some random schmo joke can just sit down and and maybe learn something from a video or two. That's really cool. That's good. So glad, always glad to see that. All right, I have I have one that I really want to get on the uh, the stand for, which is uh, Wild Arms. I am here to talk <laughs> about Wild Arms. Uh, so, what is Wild Arms? Wild Arms is a PlayStation One RPG, and it is a game that was definitely like near and dear uh, to me. I, Chrome is just deciding to put Windows wherever. It's a game that's near and dear uh, to my heart, and I, when I started watching speedruns. Uh, I st- one of the first runs I started watching was uh, Wild Arms, specifically by a runner named Chaos Twitch. Chaos Twitch is running it at AGDQ. Uh, he's been trying to get it into AGDQ for years. He has taken it to RPG Limit Break a bunch of times. Uh, he's a really nice, quiet guy, and he's been working so hard on this game for so long. Has you know collaborated with a bunch of other uh, English speaking and Japanese speaking runners. Uh, and so the part that I'm showing off right now, the game has an early mechanic where um it 
it allows you to switch between characters even if like they're not in the same dungeon and that can be abused to sort of just warp a character halfway through the game uh the game also has other classic exploits you can underflow items so you can underflow stat apples and boost your stats um you know which is pretty good so it's got a you know it's, it's got a bunch of jrpg exploits and it's got crazy warps so like right now she just dropped there because they just freaked the game out. <laughs> That's like literally halfway through the game just vanishes right there. Um, it's a super broken run. There's out of bounds tech where you can skip the triggers. They're supposed to take you to the next map and then walk around the edge of the map. Um, it's just so much going on. It's a really, really broken RPG. I mean, as you can tell, the category is no ace. So yeah, oh, the nice. game has ace as well. That it, you can do RTA. It's just based, I think, on your item, uh, I, like layout of items in your in your menu. Um, I'm I'm very 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 excited about it. So uh, we'll see. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my pitch for that one. I'm very very excited. <laughs> that, that thing about like warping characters across the map and stuff that just seems like a crazy oversight. It's wild to me. I don't know. It's such an oversight that uh, they there's actually a speed run they do using a demo version of the game where they're <laughs> able to break out of the demo using that exploit and then get to the end of that build. Like it was a build that was you know put out before the game was released. And so oh like God, a lot of the enemies awesome. don't have the right colors. A bunch of things are missing, but you can still beat the game using the demo disc that was put out. It's Hell very yeah. funny. That's really cool. Also, uh, I am a Nintendo kid through and through. Uh, I knew that the PlayStation 1 was pretty low resolution, but I didn't know, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me, that they would just make games that are pixel art for PS1. I thought they were all just like really low-res, low-poly games. (laughs) Like I thought every single PS1 game was a low-res, low-poly game, so it's good to know that there are are other ones too. So. Wild Arms is a pretty early PS1 game, so it's it's got the battles are 3D, like 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 you're thinking of. That would be low polygon, sure. but then the the overworld is like you know what was shown in the clip. Heck yeah, nice. Fru, what do you got? Uh, okay, so Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, it's a lot of Sonic runs. I know nothing about Sonic. Yeah, there's like uh, you know, we got some we got some Sega, we got some Genesis, uh, we got some Sonic, we got uh, in the evening. Uh, starts kicking in the PC games. You know that's that's when the PCs come out to play. It's <laughs> when the sun goes down. So uh, that that really uh, personally excites me, and that's why I gave uh, my my first point of Monday to uh, uh, the. Oh my God! I spelled it as Turk in my notes. I think it's Turok. Is it Turk? It's Turok. It's Turok. It's Turok. It's why Turok. on earth? <laughs> the Can dinosaurs the- are here to collect you, sir. <laughs> well if there's anybody i i don't want to piss off it's dinosaurs uh so so the dinosaur hunter game no i uh you know uh i think this game is just i've never played it i think it's so cool though it's it's uh, i wrote down old school quake uh, vibes the movement is a little more uh measured you know in quake you've got rocket jumping you got boost you got all sorts of crazy nonsense going on here you're just you're going around stabbing dinosaurs and i thought this clip had some cool movement some cool dinosaur stabbing uh i watched uh, i watched balk run, run this live at gdqx 2018 i had a grand old time man it might have been because i just came from the twitch partner party and might it might have been a little turnt there but i had a great <laughs> i had a great time I had a great time watching this one live so i'm looking forward to seeing it again because any developments, anything that's going to catch me off guard, I don't know. But that's why I gave it a point, because I want to find out. 
Yeah, no, I, I ended up doing the same. I also gave this one a point, especially at, like right. I think watching watching this. There's like the one part up here where he starts jumping on like columns in the in the middle of a of a canyon, and like I would I would immediately just just panic and cry. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't I can't handle this. This uh, is yeah. this is too much for me. First person quake like shooters are super fun to watch. I know nothing about them. I could never play them like this, but. They're no, super yeah. entertaining. No, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to this. Because, like, the environments were so, like, cool, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah, the, totally. The, the foliage, like, the dinosaurs, a lot of cool factor. I know that this is a game that is obviously a bit older. Uh, but this is, like, it's reminding me of Dusk. I know that Dusk is a newer game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dusk definitely, I think, took took inspiration from, the, from this era from, of the genre. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. All right, should I should I throw out another one, Amber? Or are you ready to? I think you said you had two more floaters for today. Right? I had two more floaters. I'm liking. I I do like Wild Arms quite a bit. But what else do you have for me? All right, I will. What's wow? What's uh, I had another one that I wanted to throw out, which was oh, I think that we might also. This might be a case for Fur and I overlap again because oh, I boy. also wanted to throw out uh, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, which uh, is just yes, uh, an astonishing looking run. <laughs> Uh, let me let it's me get the clip awesome. that I think you had. Uh, the name looks familiar, but I don't know anything about it. Again, I love this game, man. I love it's so um, it's uh, it's old school source. It's uh, it's not quite as old school source as like um, Vampire the Masquerade. I think that was that game. Uh, I played some of the Might and Magic series before, but well, this is not. <laughs> I think this is going to be a little different. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it's you know it's first person uh, source oh, no. engine. Uh, you know, the, I'm looking at the at the stream right now, and just immediately it starts off. It yeah. Starts off well. Yeah. It's 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 great. There's a lot of there's a lot of good movement. A lot of barrel clips. Uh, maybe some NPC uh, manipulation. I I don't know. The, I just you know old school source that just inspires a certain a certain dank or or rather jank. You know because. Um, it's it's definitely it was like the first maybe not the first but one of the earliest engines with like fully fledged physics right so um it's not too robust but it's it's just just exploitable enough to get to get some fun stuff happening so i'm looking forward to it i tried to play this game when it was new uh i I tried to play the demo of it it was i just could not get it to run on my pc it was just not it was not behaving. So uh, oh, it's, yeah? it's funny. Yeah, it's funny looking at this game now because it, it just looks, you know, it looks old, right? And at the time, it was just like three FPS on my Hewitt Packard, man. And it's just like, that was that was it. That was what we were trying to get at the time, the pinnacle, you know? I think this was like pre-crisis. I don't know. But yeah, I gave this one two points. Cause, oh, uh, that's right. That's, this was the yeah. one of the things I alluded to was the, the cheating so, because I, I think I had said three point, like at one point to each of three games, and you're like, "What if I could give two points to one game?" And I was like, "Whatever, the man's going to commit crimes. I can't do anything about it." <laughs> yeah, hey, look, that's 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 how you really make a statement, right? One point, one point, one point two, boom. That's how you know. <laughs> so you know it's good. Did you have any others? Trilogy? Uh, I think that was. I think my three were yeah. Wild, Wild Arms, Turok, and Dark Messiah were the three I had picked. And then Turok, Dark Messiah. So if you got, yeah. if you got floaters, you want to give out. You can also wait for plywood points too. Towards, so here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking throw a point towards Wild Arms and my just cause three point. No offense, but plywood might be stealing that one away from you. No, we'll that's see. fair. We'll see. We're gonna have to give a run back with plywood. <laughs> Plywood's gonna have some convincing too. 
Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what, what plywood has uh, in store for us in the future. Uh, but I think that will then conclude Monday. Uh, we can move on to uh, Tuesday. Now, I was the one who said who said Dark Messiah first, so I'm going to make Fruit throw out a run here as I scroll down to where Tuesday starts. Tuesday. So, you know, uh, P- PMC has alluded to maybe uh, faults in my character of, uh, of of changing up the rules a little bit. You know, given two points, given... Uh, you know, I didn't give three points. I'm not that crazy, but... Um, so we're jumping into Tuesday. Uh, what I saw from Tuesday was, uh, you know, a lot of NES games, a lot of Mega Man. Uh, and then later on, we got the horror block. I know a lot of horror speedrunners. I don't know why. It's just something that happens, you know? Um, anyway, uh, my good friend Maxilobes is running fear. Now, I know I've talked a little bit about uh, maybe not being too nepotist and maybe trying not to bend the rules as much. And that's why I gave two points to fear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, because uh, I, I may or may not be on this couch. And uh, I may or may not have, have run this game in the past. And I think uh, I, I think I, I definitely let my subjective opinion uh, uh, throw in some bias here. Now, this clip, this is just why you should watch this run, man. He shoots a laptop. He's on the second story. That's just how it works. What is that thing? I don't know. Why is there why 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 is there a robot here? I don't know. I, I never really get the story there. I just I just do things like this. I just use ladders to uh, suspend gravity. You know, and then we just fly to the end of the level. That's the sort of things I do when I play Fear. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, on a serious note, I think this game is a great run. Uh, it, it definitely, you know, I'm surprised at how short the uh, runner list actually is for this one because I think I think I find this to be a memorable, maybe not foundational FPS, but definitely definitely one of the sort of golden age of FPS. Right? It's it's a nice campaign, good, great, uh, actually fairly long campaign, but you know the speed run comes in at just under an hour. There's a lot of out of bounds. And uh, it's the Lithtech engine, and something. There's something uh, about Lithtech. I don't know if it's the ghosts that are in the programs or not, but uh, it, it definitely inspires a uh, a certain nuance in in FPS runs that you don't get anywhere else. And I think I think that's why I gave this one two points, and definitely hey, has nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fru. Yo. I know absolutely nothing about FPS runs. What is that engine? Just enlighten me. So Lithtech, uh, that's that's the engine from Monolith. That's their f- sort of flagship technology. Lithtech, Monolith, they've done games. Uh, they they did the uh, the Shadow of Mordor games, the Middle Earth games. Mm-hmm. Um, probably later, of course, uh, you know, uh, coming along later. But uh, Lithtech, I it's mean, this is, yeah, it's just it's an engine. You know, specifically when you get into older games, uh, you know, PMCS sure. and Lithtech experience. He he ran Die Hard Nakatomi Plaza. That was a Lithtech game. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's an engine that that not only did this company Monolith make a bunch of games, a lot of which were like well liked, but also it got uh, licensed to a lot of budget game makers. And so oh, sure. yeah, so like for example, yeah, there's a, there's a, a Polish developer who put out a ton. It just has a bad reputation or something like that. Uh, I don't think well, bad. bad. I think just janky bad, a little bit. A, a reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Things Maybe. happen. 
Things, yeah, <laughs> things it's, definitely it's, an interesting, it's an interesting canvas for an FPS game, yeah. right? It's just this. Uh, totally also, I, I I can't resist the left tech. I think everything that Free said, you know, I'm on board with. Of course, I've run you know other left tech games, Dire Nakatomi Plaza. I ran Shogo at GDQX last year. Um, so that's the very Shogo, first lift yeah, tech game. Yeah, remember Shogo? The very <laughs> first lift tech game. Uh, I forget I, that Shogo's, yeah, yeah, lift tech. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, it's just, it's just good stuff. It's just lift tech. Nice. Oh, you gave, you gave I, this one a point then, PMC. I did, you? I did. Right. I, I couldn't not. I, I love this run too much. You know, I, I got, that's I gotta great, go yeah. with my heart. All right. <laughs> I have, I have two... I have two PC games to put on on this list for today. I'm not just a Nintendo runner. Let's hear it. What we got? Well, the the first one I just want to touch on really quickly. I'm excited to see Big Law run Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Thug Thug is a very fun game. The Tony Hawk games are really fun. Uh, Also excited for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, So I guess actually all three of my games are PC games. Uh, put put my points towards the Tony Hawk games. Oh, to do also two as well. Yeah, and okay. the, yeah, and the other one too. Yeah, okay. and then but but really the PC game I want to talk about is Hades mm-hmm. because of course it's Hades. <laughs> <laughs> it's right Hades. On. You gotta yeah, talk yeah. about Hades. Uh, so Hades, if you don't know, uh, you gotta know. It's uh, it's a roguelike made by Supergiant Games, the wonderful, incredible indie development studio that doesn't overwork their employees. And is mandatory forced vacation days. They're uh, industry industry pioneers. Um, Hades is just a super fun game, and Vorim is the the best runner of the game, in in my opinion, and in many other people's opinions. Um, as far as just general knowledge of the game and ability to go insanely fast, and the run that uh, Vorim is running is um <clears throat> three weapons and if i remember correctly there's a donation incentive for it to be upgraded to an all weapons category Ooh. so half the game or all the game at least all of the different styles of playing through a run of the game there's six different weapons in the game and uh there's an attack there's a special attack which is like just a secondary move and then there's uh there's a cast like ranged attack that you have a couple different you have a couple bits of ammo of it and then you like it refreshes and stuff you have to like pick it up after it dislodges from enemies. And I know for a fact that the three weapon run at the very least is still going to highlight like a bunch of different ways that you can go fast in the game. Um, there is a there's a shield run that uses one there are different aspects of the weapons. <laughs> Sorry, I'm t- I'm going in all sorts of tangents. There's different way each weapon has a bunch of different types of playing the weapon and the way that Vareem is doing the shield is a cast run. And the way that Vareem is doing um, the fists is just attack special, attack special, melee. And and then the last one, I believe, is Eris Rail, which is going to be a ranged weapon. So there's there's all sorts of different gameplay styles in addition to it being the three three really fast ways to play the game. And the clip that I showed was just him playing really well. Yeah, it's a super uh, fun run, and it's just going to be a highlight of just like a bunch of things going fast in the game. Yeah, I always feel like what's really cool too when you like for even if you're not familiar with with like a game that has a lot of random elements, is seeing the runners respond to those elements in real time. 
always oh, like yeah that's that's the other thing i didn't even talk about yeah. what the run is <laughs> it just demonstrates yeah, it, their, their de- depth of knowledge so well always it's a roguelike you have to yeah you have to react to random things you go through rooms and what drops you get are random and the bosses that you get are consistent what enemies are in each room is random what the rooms are going to be is random and yeah and it's all like Zabogo in chat said, it's roguelike Diablo a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> All right. Yeah, every, let me... Everybody loves Shadies. They do. They do. Uh, yeah, no, people do love yeah. 80s, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh let me let me take take a, a one here. Uh I've been watching I, I didn't think I would fall in love with this speedrun as much as I did, but I really do love watching Waifu play Left for Dead 2 speedruns. Uh there's something about like this version of the source engine which is really compelling. Uh, there's a surprising number of little tricks. The clip I'm showing is the jumping up the um, on a specific patch. You can get up the roller coaster just by hopping around. It's got some some good bee hopping where you can develop a surprising amount of speed. Uh, there's like, god spots where you can avoid uh, zombies. It's just this all sorts of neat neat tech. You can uh, you can prevent lethal explosion like lethal fall damage by like chucking a grass gas grenade and using the explosion to like knock yourself like th- you know to interrupt your fall. Um, just a lot of really fun tech. I think Waifu is a, does a good job of commentary. Uh, and so I'm just really, really excited to see this one on the big stage. That, that's uh, that's uh, something I never really expected to see a lot of is uh, Left 4 Dead speedrunning, right? Uh, well, at, at least not in terms of single player. So I'm interested to see what kind of nuances or facets you have with this Um because you know it's, it's, I think it's designed to be a four-player co-op, and you can see he just immediately executes his partners, uh, sort of in the safe room. Because why let them slow you down? So yeah, and uh, and you know it's a very, uh, from my experience playing Left 4 Dead, it's it's a game where you're kind of walking a tightrope at all times if you're like the last one alive. Because there's a lot of times where you just get like stuck and you need an, uh, a friend to help you out. Like oh, you got you got smoked by a smoker or pinned down by a tank or whatever you know just yeah, these situations the designed that, to be played yeah. for a person multiplayer yeah so obviously the speedrun has to super you know navigate that some way so i'm interested to see you know uh to see that in its uh in its full form fruit what else you got uh let's see tuesday okay so my last point i gave to uh well i look okay i love ecdysis man Love Dices. He's a, he's, you know, he's a, he's an excellent human, uh, in my opinion. A great guy and uh, a lot of fun and runs a great stream and he plays uh, literally uh, just just too many games. He plays too many games and one of these games he's playing is Haunting Ground. Haunting Ground. Sorry, Haunting Ground. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, this is not really a game I'm familiar with, but it's uh, it's right right down his road. You know, he he got his start sort of with Clock Tower games, and I think this is, if nothing else, at the very least, some sort of spiritual successor to Clock Tower in some way. If not, because it's it's listed as Clock Tower series on Speedrun.com, so there's some affiliation, I'm sure. And this clip here, uh, this just looks like hell, frankly. Um, you know, we have a sliding block puzzle, and you've got, uh, I think, some AI chasing you. You've got to rely on this dog to keep them at bay. Seems awful, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see this play out, sort of in real time. I'm excited to hear the commentary um, because I'm sure he knows uh, just way too much about this game. And uh, you know, it's it's going to be great. Great showcase, great commentary every time. Watch them live. Great time. Great runner. 
Um, it really is the appeal of the horror game blocks in GDQs is like the commentary, the potential for things to go wrong, just oh, like yeah. the the entertainment value. Hundred percent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I'm very excited to see he has like not one but two two showcases. I think so. Looking forward to them. We'll be trying to catch both of them. Um, Twelve thirty eight a.m. Yeah, I can swing that. Yeah, yeah, I can be there. You know, schedule memes aside. <laughs> so uh, I gave that one a point. Yeah, because uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. So I got one more point that I want to throw out, which is the, for the run after that. Uh, I recently had Retro Brando uh, on the on the podcast, and I was really impressed mm-hmm. by this Jill arrange any percent. I think what's fun about this too is that if you are if you're watching this, uh, like you say, you've played Resident Evil before. Watching arrange is like completely different. Just because, again, it is what you think it is. It's with you know items and enemies in different places, uh, and you know, and seeing how you know he deals with that di- different configuration. It's it's your standard classic RE speedrunning, which is appealing, uh, and then you get a little little bit more with the extra the extra twist. So I really and also Brando's just a fun guy to listen to. Yeah, very very personable. Yeah. So he is. Um... <laughs> Brando sort of won my heart uh, in, a, in a random circumstance. We it was uh, I think Age of Q twenty nineteen. It was kind of late, and uh, it was it was me, uh, Brosif and Tippy. We were all in the arcade, and we were going back uh, just up to hotel rooms to chill. And uh, there's a guy playing We Shop music on the the piano. They used to just have a piano out at GQ, right? He was playing We Shop music. It wasn't Brando playing it, but he was just dancing to it. It was like it was, I don't know. It was like 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and he had moves, man. We oh, shot yeah, no, music moves. He really yeah, dances. Yeah, yeah, and that was awesome. I, that was just completely random. Just happened to pass by, seeing that. I'm like, yeah, that was cool. That was good. All right. Well, on, <laughs> on that note, heart. I think we're we were wrapped up on Tuesday. Then, right? I think we all got our points uh, assigned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, now, Wednesdays now are bad. No, I'm kidding. Now that I know that it's now that I know that it's a 5 a.m. cutoff for. For things we can we can throw one more onto Wednesday. Oh, okay. Because right away to start things, yeah, well, not to start it. things. Yeah, to start things. Five oh three a.m. Eastern time. I have no idea what to expect, but YP is running Ice Age Scratch Nutty Adventure. Oh, this is uh, this is a good one. I I I didn't know I what know this was like, but I watched the vod for this and it is good. Did you? I I I am going to have to. I'm I'm not going to stay up for it. There's no way. <laughs> But I'm so excited. Uh, I, I'm excited to watch the VOD because it's going to be a glorious, glorious mess. Yeah, no, definitely. Sure. If, you, if sure. you're not awake for it, I would advise doing what Amber's doing. Watch, watch the VOD. Uh, I guess I will. I will throw one out because I think this might be one that, that two two people here have have requested. Because I want to stress, you may have heard King's Quest: Mask of Eternity is bad, um, and the people who told you that might be right. But what if you could do a huge backflip <laughs> and then clip through a wall? Would that change your mind about watching the speedrun? Yes. No. No. I. Uh, yeah. You know. You caught me. You caught me red-handed because I picked this one too. Because my God, um, uh, I'm just here for this, man. What Look am at I this. watching? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, what is happening? This is video gaming, and folks. What am I watching? I'm very excited for this. You know, one. I have a floater point. It's it's got to be this one, Amber. No, no, I tell yeah. you know, uh, <clears throat> out of out of my out of my Wednesday picks, yeah, I put a point to this one. Look at that jump! Look at that jump animation. It's just so he's he's just loving it, you know. Um, 
very excited to see this one. You know, uh, it, it gives me real, um, real, oh God, virtual Hydlide vibes. Uh, that I think Geyer ran that one uh, a year or two back. And uh, that was a fun one because the FPS in that game was so bad that to make turns, he would open the map for higher FPS to move faster. So that's just that sort of thing where it's like, yeah, if your game uh, inspires that sort of strategy for speed, I'm here for it. And um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, the King's Quest memes. Yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I also have a favorite speed tech that's like kind of dumb. Like oh, yeah? mm-hmm. having to open the map to, to get higher frame rate is really good. I also really like when you can hold left uh, and you can also hold left on the D pad and get double speed. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. I love so to add goofy. things up to make bigger things. Correct. It's so goofy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Who wants to throw in one next? I, I guess I, we all kind of joined in on that one. So now it's a, it's a free for all. Uh, I so, think you're up next. Oh, okay. I'll throw one out again. You know what? Um, so I think for oh, what else do I have for Wednesday? I, I'm juggling too many. Win- oh, you know what? We got a Wednesday. One of the highlight things for Wednesday, uh, and this is going to be. I'm not even really. Three platformers are always kind of hit and miss with me, uh, but the Ratchet and Clank going Commando race with uh, with Delingo mm-hmm. and Zem is going to be, I think, the best race of the event. It is, you know, both both have been putting so much time into this game it's a game with a lot of neat movement tech a lot of flips things like that um i just think that you know in terms of like the live race experience this is probably going to be uh v1 um i i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna be oh where is it on i, I gotta find it oh, but what about on. the any percent race of epic dumpster bear 2 he who bears <laughs> that's, that's way I don't know. Like, at some point, you're so down. You've just buried yourself so deep in meme that it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> at some point, there's nothing sacred. I mean, come on. I'm trying to figure out where bad games block is in this GDQ. It kind of starts at night. Actually, I think I, think I was just highlighting it. So like, Wand of Gamelon is, I think, basically where it starts. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, but then yeah, that means Pinobi yeah. is a bad game. I guess I don't know anything about Pinobi. I also put that one on my list. Okay. Mostly because Shasta is a good friend of mine. Shasta's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Did I get all the point? Wait, were you were you putting a point toward, towards the the <laughs> what is it called? Epic Dump Under Bear Two. No, gosh, no, okay. no, okay. no, no. Okay. I mean, you could. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Then again, uh, I mean, I put my floater point towards, towards King's Quest pretty early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me do some research on Epic Dumpster Bear 2, and I'll get back to you. All right, Fruit, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, okay, so uh, my next one. Well, this game looks pick. amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> my, my next uh, Wednesday pick. So uh, I'm a big fan of, well, we're, you know, we're talking with tech. You were talking with tech. And uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna loop around. Go back to Lith Tech because Alcatraz Prison Escape is a uh, Lith Tech. I would say masterpiece. Uh, we've been doing the game for about twenty seconds, as you can see on the screen, and we're already in the air, jumping off guards' heads, and literally flying across what you would presume is Alcatraz or, or some some offshoot of Alcatraz, right? And um, you know, God loves God love TBCR. He just plays. He plays 
probably one of the more interesting uh, niches of games, right? Where it's just like old 3D titles that you've never heard of and will never hear of again, like Alcatraz Prison Escape. So I'm really excited for this one. Um, it's a very short run, and uh, and it's very broken, man. I, I don't know anything about this title, but it almost seems like a student project in a way. Sure. It, it, just, it just has that sort of vibe. I don't know. It, it's the voice acting, really. You start the game with other cellmates, and you talk to them, and they all sound like they're students in the dorm. So... <laughs> I don't know. And I just love those games, man. I love that kind of game. Sure. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Looking forward you know, to seeing TBCR break. Did you have one or two Hell points yeah. to this one, criminal? I <laughs> Funny. Funny. Just because I picked the Alcatraz just game. Just because you prison escape one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I gave that one two. Huh? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I broke the rules again. Um, I, I would like to p- retract my point from King's Quest mm. because I saw the trailer for Epic Dumpster Bear 2, He Who Bears Wins, and it kicks ass. <laughs> And I sent I sent it over to Trilogy because it kicks ass. It is it's a game. It sure is a game. Uh, let's see here. We got up on screen. We are still we are still in bad games block. This game kicks ass. It's not what I envisioned. Yeah, it's it's and a game. It looks a little bit different. Yeah, I was picturing like a bad Unity game, like just 3D. But um, all right, this, this looks like it has mechanics. So it. You know, it's it's one of those it's one of those games that's like it's all clip art, right? It's it's a bad game yeah. from like visual perspective, but I bet this game's got tech. I, I think I saw some like Celeste bubbles a moment ago, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll get, I mean, hey, I don't want to shoot anything down, right? I put a point towards Ice Age because I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful mess, even though I know nothing about it. I think I know more about this game than I know about Ice Age, and I know with even greater confidence that this game is going to kick ass. I feel more confident about this pick, this point than the Ice Age point. Right on. Right on. Alright, I think that's my three, and then... Did you have a third point? I think, did we get three points? We got Epic Dumpster Bear, Pinnaby... Uh, yeah, mine. Oh, and Ice Age, right. Of course. Alright, cool. Well... One, two, three, six, seven, eight. Are you missing a point? No, I, I, I gave mine. I gave I one gave to King's one. Quest, one to Ratchet and Clank, and then... Oh, maybe I am missing a point. Aha! The joke's You're the on. criminal. I'm the criminal. I am the criminal. Mm. Oh, no, wait, because I forgot to give... I forgot, I also want to give a point to Prison Escape. <laughs> Turns out I'm a criminal, too. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. And with that, split. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to be cellmates. Yeah, right? I know. It's well, we we knew that. I mean, it's basically like Seinfeld, right? Like that's the season series finale. They all go to jail. Um, well, they do. You just spoiled Seinfeld. Oh, did I just spoil Seinfeld for you? Did you not know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I did not know that. I'm not. I'm also not like intently watching Seinfeld, but all for, right. for the plot. <laughs> yeah, especially for the plot. <laughs> nice man. All right, uh, are we going to Thursday? We're going to Thursday. What do we got for Thursday? Uh, I have a I have a convince me point. So just letting y'all know that ahead of time. All right. All right. Well, in that okay. case, maybe I'll need to do some convincing here. What is what is my my most convincing one that I have? Um, I think the most convincing one I have. I wanna I wanna pitch. I wanna pitch. Uh, slow drive by by bullets. I think. I think this run is a real sleeper, and, and what I mean, what I mean, is a sleeper hit, of course, because it is <laughs> wild to watch. 
Uh, let me get it up here. There we go. I've so like this is delay on your stream, but it'll pull up eventually. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. No, so this, this is, is like a real so- wild physics game. And it's just got things going on. Like that car just went sideways. <laughs> like and, and the as as you get deeper into this run too, there's a lot of really like wild jumps. Like I, when I was watching this, like the it starts out, you know, you're just doing normal stuff, and then you get these these different oh, gaps. Um, let me, there's a later part too, which I think um, I think I might have actually been one of the ones that plywood highlighted. There's like an end part where you have to get through a bunch of like gaps you can see these jumps like these jumps are not trivial especially given it's no. a soft driving yeah i i you know I, i'm a big fan of how the the vehicle you drive is just like a yellow ship box that's good that, that really <laughs> makes it for me i'm so did how does traction even work in this game like the tires i'm, I'm trying to figure out this game despite not actually playing it so like the tires pretty they like to stick to the road. Yeah, look at also... this. Look at this. This is when it, when it comes up for you. He's trying to get across this gap here. Oh, like this thin, thin rod. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. No, this will be fun. This will, fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. This watch. Fun. No, this, this looks, is a good this one. This looks wild. Yeah. It's fun to play, too. Yeah, yeah. Traction barely exists. Awesome. That's like my favorite kind of traction. All right. What else we got for a uh, game? You want to? Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, thir- Thursday and Friday, you know, what caught my eye, we got some early morning. It seems like some early morning bad games. Uh, I don't know, it's, it's sort of a catch-all. Not really catch-all, but there's some themes, like bad games, some FPS. And I wrote down late night dank, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, I think it might. I think what it might mean is, uh, you know, I gave a point to uh, uh, to the Mummy uh, by by our good friend Nick Dice. He's coming up again. Um, <clears throat> it's just, you know, it's it's a licensed, uh, I think PSX game, and right. uh, and he runs goofy. So like, the, you know, you're hitting all the check marks with me. Those are like the top three things. Is it licensed? Is it old? Is it goofy? Uh, and here you go. You know, he's just blasting some zombies. Um, again, I don't know much about this game in terms of tech. Uh, you know, I don't. Th- I don't think really anybody runs this game. I was looking at the speedrun.com leaderboard. It's one of these leaderboards where there's a lot of categories. They have a lot of categories in horror speedruns. They they got like ending a new game plus hub world three, and it's just like okay, sure, yeah. So, uh, uh, is so it fun to watch? <laughs> is this is this mummy uh, video game adaptation of the 1999 film The Mummy, or is it the remake, or is it the 1932 film the mummy it's the brendan fraser mummy it's oh yeah. it's the brendan Fra- oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay so you are you are brendan fraser this is how brendan fraser runs in real life yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm looking forward to it yeah it's a it's a partial completion category uh does, think- does it touch on does it touch on any of the sequels or spinoffs like do we get to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the Scorpion King in this film or in this game? I don't think so. I mean, you probably know there are Scorpion King games, but I don't think this game uh, touches on any of that stuff. I didn't know there were Scorpion oh, King games actually. I there actually, there's a the the one on Portable the Mummy, on GBA. The Mummy has like a huge extended universe. <laughs> the Wikipedia is telling me all about right now. That's nuts. That's just so nuts. Way, like, I, I, way did, forward. I did not know that the, the Mummy and the Scorpion King were in the same universe yeah. until literally like no, that's 25 seconds ago. Yep. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we could uh, educate here we, on Overboost. Glad we could unwrap that so one much. for you. <laughs> unwrap so mummy. It's my new mummy yeah. podcast. There are th- there are two more in the Brendan Fraser arc. God, why? Yeah. Okay, let's move on before I hurt myself. No worries. So yeah, that was my point. One point for mummy. You know, I'm here for it. I'm excited. No, that's a that's it, a good sucky. answer. It's it's probably it's probably not a great game. I don't know. I it could, I don't know. It could be a like a sleeper hit. I don't know, but uh, he'll tell me. You know, he'll tell. I'll, I'll listen to him. I'll believe I anything he says. Commentary. Yeah, I'll believe anything he says. <laughs> <clears throat> I shouldn't say that too loud. You know, you you can manipulate me. Yes, you can do that. Um, Amber, what do you got for us? Sure. So one that I know for sure is I want to be the fan game by Walsk. Um, if you don't know anything about guy fan games, I want to be the guy is uh, it's a classic hard as hell precision platformer sort of, but it also has a ton of memes in it. And I want to be the fan game is like the I want to be the guy of I want to be the guy games because I want to be the guy took a bunch of these memes and then made a game about it. And then I want to be the fan game took a bunch of fan game memes and then made a really good fan game about fan game memes. And then there's also this Pokemon bit that I think is really cool where you're where you're playing in Pokemon and then there's Bulbasaur and Charmander and you have to avoid them and stuff. There's yes. some there's some really, really good, clever stuff in this game. And this it's going to be very deep, entertaining. But yeah, it, it, you know, these sorts of games are cool that are just like pop culture uh, love letters, you know, it's totally. cool. I just want to say real quick, it is incredibly cool that GDQ chooses to showcase all these things, which are which are just incredible levels of infringement. Like, oh, yeah. I'm incredibly here for this. This is why you'll never hear me complain about, even if I'm not like a huge 2D platformer guy, like all of the hacks, yeah, pile them on. Let's get more. Let's go. The, you, the, the key is to throw so many... Uh, copyright infringements out there that they can't even begin to sue you yeah it's sort of overwhelming people with yeah 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 uh, um anyway I, I don't think we've heard from you in a minute pmc oh you want to hear from me well, i yeah, guess i could I'm... i guess i could throw something out there uh see what else i got in store for thursday uh okay so another classic one you can probably figure out so far from the games that i picked that i just love jagged jagged horrible pixels uh so that means that naturally uh we need we need to take a a second to look at vigilance uh this is by fireman fireman of course uh ran a millennium racer which is for the most part the only thing anyone knows about him uh, but because yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he likes to talk about. But he, I yeah. also knew about this game, Vigilance, uh, which has just the the best run cycle and the best polygons. And I oh, think man. I, I, I know I, I do love when you the like get up against a wall. Strafing animation hurts my soul. I, I I love just sort of the flailing of the gun, like when you're up against walls and he's like just sh- point it straight up. It's so good. Uh, yeah, uh, I you think know, you're giving a point P- to this one too, right? Yeah, okay. she got me. I, I picked a point for this one. Um, you know, uh, never played this game, never want to. I you know, I'll, I'll happily watch the the pixels jag someone else's eyes. In this case, fireman's. Um, you know, uh, I, I have a lot, I have a long personal, uh, let's say vendetta slash history slash rivalry with fireman as he, uh, has, uh, perused my chat for many years. I think many, many years kind of shilling, 
mostly Millennium Racer. He might have mentioned this game at other points, but uh, yeah, eventually, uh, you know, he he did bring Millennium Racer to GDQ, and as I understand, that was uh, you know that was great. And it's it's one of these things where uh, it's another benefit of an online mainline event because I don't think he would be able to make it over uh, over to America typically. So I'm very excited that he has this outlet now to just sort of demonstrate. Uh, his his level of jank, you know, he's he's like uh, uh, you know, TBCR in that way. They they both, I'm sure they have a lot of overlapping games mm-hmm. where it's just horrible three things. How, how, that's not how you climb a ladder. Like that's not how I do it, man. Like you know. <laughs> that's I just sort of jump into it, and just like, uh, just <laughs> flop up it like a fish going yeah. up a waterfall. You know. Yeah. So uh, I did write down. Um, that I'm curious to see what he's hiding from us. Because if he talks about mil- nothing but L- Millennium Racer, is this game just that horrible that you can't even unearth its name without like the Pandora's box level of terrible coming forth and you know unleashing a, a plague on your village? I don't know. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see Vigilance in action. All right. How about another one from you, Amber? Uh, I don't have a clip for this one. Um but the Deus Ex bid war between the original versus the two new games in the in the franchise ran by Heinkey. Heinkey is just, just oh, yeah. really really good at Deus Ex. Um, all of the speed games that that's that franchise is is his child, as far as I know. And uh, personally, uh, I have not played the original. But Human Revolution and Mankind Divided are some of the only first person. PC games that I've actually played through to completion, both of like I don't do that with with games with especially the kind of games that y'all play and y'all run. I feel very out of place in this podcast, actually. But I'm excited to see this Deus Ex run because at least with the two other with the two newer games, I I really like those games from a casual perspective. I'm excited to see how they get broken. I remember watching a Human Revolution run a, a many years ago that was fairly broken, and I'm interested if it gets picked to see how much more broken it is now. Was that also Heinke running Human Revolution, or was that someone else? I believe it was Heinke I'm pretty who sure ran it a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing um, I always remember about Heinke runs is that, like, first of all, everything you said about him is true. He's very good at all these games, always puts on a good show, but he's also always the person who, who like, uh, in the way of, like, a PG-13 movie, always gets in, like, one really good obscenity, and like not I'm in like sure. a, he doesn't mean to do it intentionally, <laughs> but like he always just has that like PG thirteen level of of like oh like this bad thing happened and, it, and it's not even a criticism because it's it's not really a problem it's just kind no. of funny oh, yeah. that he he always he always does it it's very it's just like he always finds a way and like you know and it's it's not a big deal and you know, we all we all we all continue on but no Heinke Heinke is great um the great talented player uh and uh just very a kind soul like a super super uh warm person so um very excited to see him uh you know able to step up play some deus ex for us all like once again very good um another one i wanted to highlight was i you know i was i was i wasn't sure i was i was ready to be sold on this but uh the the sammy surrogate game in lion land is mesmerizing (laughs) It is absolutely wild uh, just to like visually look at. I don't. Uh, I actually, I, I 
unfortunately, I, I copied the wrong link. So let me get it up here. It's it's worth just like seeing in action. It is very very bizarre. <laughs> I, I have any I have game some that says, of the, any uh, game that says all levels and is fifteen minutes long usually uh, yeah. has something good going on about it. You know, I I have uh, I have some of the Polish crew, uh, you know, in in my chat. D- good, my jeez, look wow. at this, right? Uh, this is a looker. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, that <laughs> timer. Ah, uh, no, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they also like to to shill uh, Cal the Kangaroo to me um, as being like you know an award winning speed game, and this is that. De- what is happening? <laughs> What what are you doing? Uh, they were like spamming quick save or something. Yeah, that was my conclusion too. Based on watching, is they're doing something to, to lag out and clip. Yeah, yeah, looks right. Jeez, huh. good. <laughs> what this is? This is some level design here. Yeah, all I can really say is, huh? Spamming M to change the MIDI playing. Oh god, that's, that's worse. a crime. That's, that's worse. <laughs> It should have been quick. I liked it better when I thought it was quick save or something. That's good. <laughs> Put um, my point here. Put my convince me point here. Spamming right. him to change the MIDI playing. No, that's me. good. That's good. That's a Amber's that's a fair a answer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we got, of course, she is an extra point for that one. So I think that means the last point of the day. Uh, I think we need from you, Fru. Right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, um, if you know a little bit about about my my background, you know, I'm a uh, yeah. At at some point you know deep down in my soul uh i have a lot of heart love and affection for uh half-life series half-life one half-life two i've done a lot of uh i've spent a lot of time in the mod community i i have some some work in uh, in a mod that's on steam of mine and uh you know i i have also run uh half-life in my own time and it's a very it's very hard I think uh, this is a run that's evolved a lot over the time. You wouldn't think it because it's like pure movement, but it, but it has like uh, they used to run it on hard. And now they run it on easy, which I prefer greatly because hard is damn hard. Uh, here's some uh, here's some infinite health door. This is one of the more iconic tricks of the run. This door is scripted to do negative one damage to you. <laughs> they got it backwards. Most doors do one damage. They did negative one. So, of course, it heals you every frame. And um, right. yeah, probably one of the that. probably one of the more famous doors in video games. You want to talk about famous video game doors? Uh, Is yeah, that your that's new podcast? Next, that's that's well, that's yeah, doors and my next video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a real hit. Um, anyway, you know, this is this is a classic run, Half Life, one of the first speed runs that I ever saw. Uh, sick movement, uh, sick combat, sick strats. Uh, for the most part, Barney Skip sucks, but anyway, yeah, just, I, I, just a real I, winner. I have something small to say about this run. Um, Moody is running it, and yeah. um, uh, I work with Calithon, and we were originally going to be doing a, a source showcase of a bunch of different Half-Life portal, and there was going to be like a Momentum mod showcase and a bunch of stuff, and we were going to have Moody run, I think, this category. And... Yeah. Uh, unfortunately we ended up having to scrap it because uh, a lot of things were going on in the u.s that required more attention Mm -hmm. uh but it's really cool that um that's happening now yeah yeah i'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah half-life uh one one scriptless the category basically just means you know it's you in the game go for it one refers to the like the like the engine version or something right because it was was pretty steam 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the history pre- lesson, I guess here. Because <laughs> like Steam, uh, Steam did some weird things with like the physics. I think you mm-hmm. you can't. There's there's like a speed cap in the Steam version, maybe. But and uh, and one, I think either doesn't have a speed cap or it's much higher. Um, and some something with bunny off physics. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's just the better version, better better game to run. Cool. Well, I think that then closes the door on Thursday. Uh, so maybe. Amber, do you want to give a game for Friday? Am I going to get shot if I say Super Mario Sunshine? No, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to say. Because because SMS has been being pushed and pushed and pushed, and Nindide is back and better than ever. And I'm honestly super stoked for this run. I don't have a clip for it, but um, it's happening at prime time on Friday night, and y'all should definitely check it out. It's going to be a highlight of the event just across the board. It's a it's a big name game and uh I'm super stoked for it, honestly, legitimately. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing too special about it though. It's, no, I mean, it's, it's SMS. It's, sometimes it's, you just need the, the good run. runner and the good game. Like you just gotta have yeah, some of those anchors to hold you down, and that's that's and, the one. On a Friday and a Friday primetime, I think it's exactly what, what this GDQ needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh I almost I didn't give a point. Uh, but I almost gave a point to Super Mario 64. So you, it is possible for me to be convinced of the good of Nintendo. So it's not it's not something you're going to get shot for here. Absolutely not. Because okay. there is real merit in, in yeah, like in SM64 and SMS. And especially if you get those back-to-back, the 16-star blindfolded, if they meet that, which I'm sure they will, and then the any percent uh, SMS, that's great. Yeah, this estimate is lower than I would expect, 122. So, yeah, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, how how they push that game. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I guess I will take a swing next then with a Friday pick. I think I – so I wanted to especially highlight uh, the the game that I think is going to be the less known of the ones that I wanted to highlight, which is the uh, – oh, great um, – which is the, uh, the Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, I think is oh. a interesting run. Um, wait a second here. Let me just – back it up just a second here so this actually has a lot going on oh, this looks cool with movement uh and also with like your typical sort of first person shooter jump in a bunch of places you're not supposed to be jumping uh it's a really really interesting run i was really impressed by what i saw when watching it um so i don't really know too much about it but like i just watched it and it immediately just impressed me with the stuff that was going on uh with the tricks that you know the runner was going for uh, so yeah, this is one I'm gonna be I'm gonna be curious because I feel like this is gonna be one of those runs where I just benefit from seeing like from hearing the marathon commentary, right? Like I don't know yeah. what we're skipping here. We're doing something, but I, yeah. I don't know what it is, and so I'm really excited to see like, uh huh. So we we are just sort of carving up the downtown street to avoid something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like definitely in my research uh, uh, for this pod, you know, I watched uh, a few runs, many runs, and and some of them were lacking commentary, which, you know, is, is as it happens, you know, you're streaming or you're not using a microphone or whatever. And there's definitely some context loss to what I'm seeing that I'm excited for. It's not like a it's not like a detraction in the moment where it's like, oh, I wish I could hear more. It's more like, oh, I'm excited to hear more when I see it live. So, um yeah, that definitely, definitely one I think falls under that category because this game it just looks cool. Like I don't know, I don't know what that gun was—a crossbow with like a, a creature on it. I don't know, uh, you know, what the hell is that? I don't know. It's who cool. knows? There, who knows? There's a, new, cool. there's a new Oddworld game coming out pretty soon that looks really good and looks nothing like that. 
Mm-hmm. So I think Stranger's Wrath was like a deviation from the series and being a first person shooter. Yeah. I think the like the standard is the the sort of like two D puzzle, like like yeah. the yeah. one that's coming out. Yep, it's kind of like uh, God. I never mind. I got it. Doesn't True. matter. Oh yo, a run. All right. So, um, <clears throat> you know. I like to talk about myself, so I like to talk about myself a little bit before I introduce my uh, picks. Uh, so, <laughs> what? Come on. You mentioned it yourself. If you want someone on the podcast, come and talk about themselves. Right. That's your, that's, it's yeah. true. It's true. So, it does work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, you know, I love I love the RTS genre. I do. I do. Uh, Warcraft 3 is not one I brushed up against very much. I didn't play the remaster. It just came out. Uh, a while ago, there was some controversy with that. I don't know. I'm not an. I'm not really a, a an author authoritative matter on the subject. But I played way too much StarCraft two, and so I, I became deeply appreciative of of that genre. And definitely, that was the time when I was just getting into esports. So I have a lot of love for uh, for like RTS campaigns and stuff, uh, especially when it's something that sort of died on, uh, on the wayside in the last. I don't know, generation, cycle of games, what have you. Um, so I'm really looking forward to not only Covert Muffin uh, stepping up. This is his bread and butter genre, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, nothing I've really bonded over Covert with personally. You know, I know Covert is a great guy. A lot of fun. Was on a couch with him at GDQ. It was a, st- it was a great time. And, uh, you know, it feels like he, you know, talking to me, he really takes a personal interest in you, I think, like as a person. I really appreciate that. So, uh, you know, it's just warms my heart seeing his face and seeing his name on that schedule. So, absolutely looking forward to uh, to a muffin run. Night Elf campaign. I don't know. I, you know, I played a Night Elf in WoW. Uh, but you know, I know nothing about their like campaign, so you know. <laughs> You're not <laughs> a huge uh, huge night elf person. You didn't just play what? <laughs> no, yeah, I just I just played. I was kind of you know a, uh, an imposter. You know, I'm like yeah, you know what they did to Teldrassil was messed up. Okay, that's so, <laughs> just, just come on, really. So yeah, that's my point. One point to. Uh, Warcraft 3. And I think it's going to be cool just as as a uh, demonstration of just like, you know, micro and APM. I don't know if Covert's a particularly high APM player, but it's definitely Warcraft 3. It's it's more of a hero uh, RTS anyway. It's not strictly that, but um, yeah, no, I'm just interested inter- to see the optimizations, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always unique. Uh, Amber, you got another one for us? I have one. I'm trying to find a clip of it real quick first. All right. Well, I can um, I can stall if, if you need me to stall. Uh, we could. You could just pull up the trailer on YouTube. You okay. don't. It doesn't have to be. Sure. It what am I pulling up the trailer for? Uh, right. It's happening super super late at the end of the day, on or actually no, right in the morning, I believe. Or am I thinking of the wrong day? Friday, right. five a.m. Right. Any percent. Right. Oh, right there you PC, go. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. When, when you're right, right is you're a right. right. Right is a precision platformer with um, uh, a couple of really cool mechanics. The one that I know about the most is that it is completely grid based. So, like, it's not just a pixel art precision platformer, but all of the blocks, like where you're landing, is all on a grid. So it's pretty predictable. And that lets you, and that lets the developers like up the challenge in level design because you know exactly what to expect with each like little bit. And uh, I don't know, I like seeing precision platformers done fast. Oh, man. 
I like this. I like this art style. Uh, man, it's like it's like busy and simple at the same time. It's interesting. There's a lot going on like in the scenes. I, I'm definitely getting some I don't know Super Mario World vibes from this a bit. Um, you know, it's cool. it's a it's a grid based pixel based precision platformer that's uh, uh, half coordinated. Does runs of it, um, but Lyncher is doing the run at GDQ. Um, it's a very 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 cool game. I don't think I've heard of this one. Yeah, I actually, I feel like, I, I, I feel bad now, because I don't think I recognize the name of the game, which means I should have looked it up. Uh, of, of course, I probably still wanted to, still wanted to pick it, because, yeah, there's some, some other things I'm going to shout out, but, uh, yeah, these are always impressive, just like the technical level of mastery, and this certainly seems to have quite a bit of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, let me throw That's out cool. one then, which is, I'm just going to throw out a shout out, uh, to Frube doing Yakuza 6, the song of life, getting another Yakuza game in. I think the last, I think SGDQ was the uh, the first first Yakuza, and now right back to back events, we have another Yakuza run. Uh, what's really interesting about Yakuza as a series is that all of the runs actually end up being pretty different because, as it turns out, usually a different thing is broken in each one of them. Uh, whether that be guns or like weapons or certain kinds of attacks or how you level up. Um, and so it actually, you know, it makes, it makes watching them different because Fru knows how to do a lot of them. And so this one in particular, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to talk with him, uh, I think like a few months ago. Uh, there's going to be some real, real <laughs> death defying moments in this. Uh, oh so I will probably be falling asleep to this one, I think for me, where, where it's positioned. You know, right after Super Mario Sunshine, that's a pretty. There's this is all this is all good here. You know, this is this all. Like a good time. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. So it's a, it's a killer block. Yeah, yeah. What was that? The cool thing they say? It's like all killer, no filler. Mm. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's, that's, well, that's, if you said it, it, it must be cool, right? <laughs> oh yes, yes, man. You know. <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. What else? What else you got to say to me then? Me? Oh boy. Well, since everything I say is cool now, um, you know, I I, I, I think I had uh, uh, this pick. Um, you know, I loved this game. I absolutely, I, I this game was an astounding uh, experience for me when I was a child. I hope and I I'm picked course, the right one. Yeah, I'm of course talking about <laughs> Scooby-Doo Night of 100 <laughs> Frights. Okay, now listen, I know what you're thinking, man. All right. I know what you're thinking. Oh, is it, it ain't this like you know budget battle for bikini bottom? Like, no, man. I I wish I wish these SpongeBob nerds would sit down and play Scooby for like two minutes because this <laughs> is a death defying game, man. This has some hard ass tricks that I'm not I'm not sure exactly the categories these days. I, I know I don't follow this too closely. I just know they had like maybe 20 frame perfect jumps in a row at some point because why not? Screw you, it's Scooby, man. Come on, get real. Um, anyway. Uh, it's the only game I know of uh, that has a uh, a laugh track, and that's cool. That's why I'm watching it. Anyway, no, but uh, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, a lot of love for this game. I think it's a race. I think it's Jaxler and Snowy Moogle. I think it doesn't say that in the schedule, but I think it's a race. I'm it assuming. Um, so yeah, I think it's well deserving to showcase. I don't know if it's ever been at a GDQ. I didn't find it on GDQ VODs. I don't remember any runs of it at gdq but uh you know it's a robust community it's got like uh, at least 50 60 70 players on that leaderboard 
Uh, so it's about time, man, that uh, that they were able to pull up and show them what's what, you know? Give, give SpongeBob kids a run for the money. Yes, I am trying to create, like, SpongeBob versus Scooby drama right now. I'm, I am trying to do that because I think that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> haven't, haven't we had enough speedrun drama, Casey Frew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's yeah yeah you know i i got i got a little bit of that this year and uh you know it's just it's just the new sport you know so we're just trying to get the new season rolling 2021 right. how are we doing on our friday here i think do we have one more point from from you amber i think we have one more, i think we have one more point from each of us oh yeah I no i think you're yeah, right yeah, we've all yeah. each done one game yeah okay um I would like to point out um, Shasta's Wario Land 4 run. I've got a clip that I'm uh, sending over to you. Okay. Um, how do I copy copy timestamp at copy video URL? Got it. Okay. Kirith, you go. Sorry, I'm a little bit behind on the clips. Yeah, no uh, worries. So here, here is Shasta running Wario Land 4, normal any percent zipless. Second place in the category and has been pushing it down really, really far. Wario Land... Uh, Game Boy platformer, a lot of character, a lot of charm, and uh, the zipless category is uh, it, it stays a little bit more inbounds and uh, runs through the game a little in a little bit more of a traditional way. It's a very cool run. I don't think I've ever played a Warrior game. They, 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 you know, they get a lot of love though. Uh, very colorful. It's 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 a platformer. It's a Nintendo platformer, but it's so not a Mario game. And yeah, it's really good. It's really different. Like e- even even me, a person who is not literate in the genre, like I see these Wario Land games, and they are they are on a whole nother level. <laughs> it, it feels awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this looks this looks dope. Uh, maybe I just like video games. I, every clip I've video seen of the game, good, yo. yeah. Every clip I've seen in the game, I don't like. I'm like, yeah, but this still looks cool. I like it. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I don't know if I'm easily impressed or what, but. <laughs> All right, I'll put that one down. All right, so yeah, so as you, as you said, I guess we all have more to give out here. Uh, what is what did I write down? Oh, you know what I wrote down? I wrote down uh, the Twin Snakes. I think Twin Snakes is a super dope game. I don't understand what the dislike is for Twin Snakes. Uh, since Plywood is here with us in a spirit, I'm going to use the clip that Plywood uh, sent to me uh, for this game. Uh, it, it's a, specifically, this is not just Twin Snakes, but this is Twin Snakes, um, all, all dog tags. So the mm-hmm. clip that you're going to see here is, you know, he goes in and he's manipulating all these enemies so he can put them in a position where he can grab their dog tags. And if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 2 or, or Twin Snakes before, uh, in order to get dog tags, you usually have to hold an enemy up, but sometimes you have to do other things too. Sometimes you have to like rough them up. Uh, or do whatever. And so here, you know, he, he uses this alternate path, uh, you know, the runner Tyler to to come around the, the end and, and sneak up on this guy. So remember, it's not just a normal Metal Gear Solid speedrun. It's all dog tags and which really requires a lot of just tiny minutia of routing. So he comes up behind this guy, like hits him a bunch of times because you have to do that before you can hold him right. up and uh, and get the dog tags. And so now the guy coughs up the dog tags. Really interesting. I really think Twin Snakes is just a, a good time. Um, so no, I'm 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 hyped for this one. I think this will be if you like Metal Gear Solid runs uh, or just runs that require you to do a lot of fiddling with enemies. This is this is going to be a good one. I, I, I like. At, oh, you go. 
uh, uh, I was just going to say, I, I like those categories where it's like, you know, it's it, it might be like a, a completion category, but also there's this too. I, I, I like those where it's like, you know, additional objectives, that sort of thing. Like, uh, yeah, uh, so that's that's cool. It's exciting. Um, go ahead, Amber. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, since we've had we've had like this, like consistent theme of cheating on the, on the thing so far, mm-hmm, please. I'd like to. I, I was just looking at the schedule again, and I would like to give a fourth point to Inertial Drift. God. Okay, there you go. <laughs> because Inertial point. Drift... Inertial Drift like, is a PS4 You have too many game. points on Friday. <laughs> it's a PS4 racing game, and it's really cool. <laughs> and it's on PC, too, I guess. Uh, I don't know what 100% Viv is, but it's a very, very fast racing game, and I have to respect my my racing game friends. Racing games are so so pure, like just in terms <laughs> in terms of like what it's about, like what you're doing. All right, I went, I went, and I found the category. So we're gonna see what this is about. Oh um, yeah, it looks like you're drifting. Yes. So, and it's got a cool art style too. I'm very, I, this is not one of those things too. Like, I feel like it's hard to communicate sometimes. I don't know. I mean, I know Amber, I had you on to talk about Mario Kart, you know, on a, on a previous overboost. And yeah. like, just like the minutia of all the tracks, like, I don't know. Like, obviously you probably can talk about what your own tracks, but it just seems, it seems overwhelming to me. Cause it's like, you, you must be thinking about every bit of track, but it, I feel like it ends up being that you're focused on turns. I don't know. I'm just hypothesizing uh, about racing games right now and on a tangent. So with racing games, at least from, from as far as I can imagine, like abstracting what I, what I know about Mario Kart onto a different racing game, it would, it, it, it comes down to both knowing the track but when you know the track, you don't think of it as like the track parts necessarily is as much as you think of this turn, then this turn, then this turn, then this turn. But you sort of like link it to like visual cues a lot of the time. So like there's probably like some visual changes on the levels, like going through a tunnel. And then like if you go through the tunnel, oh yeah, here's a tunnel. You go through a tunnel and then <laughs> that can kind of like be your just like the it can be like a visual mnemonic to remember what the next couple of turns are. And that's kind of how you yeah. can condense all of that memorization of what the next turn is in any game. And uh, I did a little bit of looking. It's like a tw- it's a twin stick arcade racer. So it's kind of like the it's kind of like um, you have a, a, a control stick for turning and that turn automatically puts you into a drift and then you have another drift and then you have another stick for fine-tuning your your drift so it's like a really unique uh control scheme as well <laughs> for sure I, for sure i knew this would happen yes i'm here for i'm I here for would break the cropping yes yes i, I thought it would break it more to be honest i figured um, it would happen yeah. uh, i was pretty uh, yeah it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just enough to just, be disruptive the, yeah the pmc plywood face off the new face off <laughs> uh, all right Hi, so Hi. I, hey plywood is here i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna replace this picture of plank i hope you don't mind we represented you with plank for <laughs> i appreciate <for> that <laughs> i appreciate uh, that uh give me just a, okay actually while i'm while i'm doing this i think for you had one more game for friday yes sure sure all I'll right let me in my let last, me get that uh, up and yeah. then you talk about that and i'll get this 
this cropping situation figured out. Sure, I will happily stall for you, friend. So, um, <clears throat> my my last pick for Friday, my third pick, not my fourth pick. Sorry, Amber, you cheater. Um, <laughs> anyway. We're breaking the uh, rules in all sorts of different ways on this stream. That's true. Many ways. Breaking the layout, breaking the rules. So Medieval was my last pick. This game got a remaster uh, recently back on the PS4. Uh, I think it I think it was earlier this year, sometime last year. Uh, I, I played a fair bit of that, and it was really it was really awesome. Actually, they did a great job of that remaster because they made it they made it playable. Uh, now that's the problem I have with the original Medieval that uh, you know our runner here, uh, Jake Jacobo, is playing. Is uh, I, I find Medieval to be just really obtuse and just does not control well. Uh, in the year 2020, it's just very, it's very hard to get a handle of. So, and I think that adds some benefit to the run because I know just how aggravating it can be. And, uh, and, and thus that I know that he's this, you know, the runner has gone that much farther to, uh, to master the game, to just fight through, uh, what could be a, an impediment to your ability. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to sort of revisiting the original Medieval because uh, you know I played, I played the uh, the remake and I loved it. it. It added some content as well. I think it's really uh, they did a really solid job with it, and uh, you know it'll be fun to just revisit that uh, in its older form. Actually, you know, it's like remakes are good for revisiting games you loved at one point. For me, it's kind of backwards. I played the remake, loved it. Now let's go back in time and see what the origin story is. So uh, that was my uh, final final Friday point. Uh, medieval. The category any percent no no DGS. I'm not. I, I forget. I didn't write down what DGS is, uh, but they're not doing any of that. Um, damn good stuff. Yeah. Well, I would hope no there's damn good stuff. <laughs> there's no damn good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's the no, category. No. It's, I think it's Dragonfire Skip is what it's what it's supposed to be. Uh, it's, it's some sort. Of, yeah, it might be some sort of Gate Skip, Dragon Gate Skip, or something. Yeah, actually. that's like, it. unironically. That that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. So there must be some sort of big time clip. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just trust me, it's a pain in the ass to play. Um, so right. I did it. I'm so sorry that you know, hopefully everything was all right. I know you had weather problems getting getting home from work, so it was a crazy day. But in the mortal words of Salt Snake, I kept everyone waiting, but now I'm here, so we're all we're all ship shape. All right, so I think here's what we're gonna do. I think the way we're gonna we're gonna rescue this is we're gonna do Saturday as normal, and then we're gonna have a plywood lightning round. Oh okay. yeah, that's cool. I think that's, that's cool. the way we're we're gonna rescue this. So let's just do Saturday as normal. Uh, plywood, uh, lead us lead us off with. Uh, I'd like to say Saturday features not one but two convince me picks. Oh uh-huh. oh boy oh boy boy. Okay. All right. So yeah, Amber has, Amber has been floating out points for hire. So if you want to convince Amber to oh. give a a there's point a, to one still, of yours waiting on monday too we i'll try my best on monday i'll try my best on monday um okay so thankfully i actually have uh some cliff notes so for my lightning round i'll be real ready for that um so for saturday 
I think a very obvious pick for me is Celeste All Seasides with Dance Pads by yep. Peking Boo. Yep. And that, that's uh, my pick. That was the one I had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um I watched a little bit uh just a little peek at Peking Boo doing the dance pad and I was it was very engaging. So, I mean, it's art, already a fun game to watch. People really like Celeste. So to throw in dance pads into the mix while you're speedrunning, and, and my underst- I haven't played Celeste, but my understanding is like Seaside's like the lower... As you go through the alphabet, the harder the stages go. So I think Seaside's... There are B-sides, yeah, there are B-sides that you find in the main game, and then if you beat the B-side, you unlock the C-side, I think is how it works. Okay. Um, in any case, uh, I think that's going to be a really fun time. People are going to love having the cam. You know, I think that's oh, one yeah. of the things that's great about this online yeah. event is that we get to have these setups that wouldn't necessarily be able to show up on stage, like having you know, a whole DDR machine for your speed run. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth noting that this is the all seasides run, so it's not going to run through the whole game. It's just going to run through the hard level, the hardest version of each world level that the devs made for each world. It's going to be, it's going to be a really insane challenge. It's going to show off all of the environments in the game as well as all the mechanics in the game, just in the hardest form yeah. possible, but also even harder with dance pads. Yeah, I think uh, I think this has a real potential to be sort of um, what I wrote down. I, I said it definitely a big candidate for this year's uh, viral moments. You know, every every oh, yeah. uh, pretty much every marathon, every cycle, every marathon, you get uh, you, you get a few of these like highlight moments that the uh, the outlets. Uh, really grip onto, you know, like uh, like uh, Half Life Alex, or I remember uh, one year after Blunt Thunder uh, put the Skyrim opening in uh, in a Bioshock cutscene. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Sort of yeah. snuck that in, and, and then he just kept uh, <laughs> retweeting all the articles that came out of that. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to how people react to it. You know, because GDQ is not only just a great showcase for for speed running, uh, but also just a great showcase for just skill and ability, and 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 just uh, you know all the interesting ways people. Uh, interact with their games where it's like you know i've i've watched dave stero maybe do uh some celeste on guitar well we also have dance pads you know why not why stop there what's next uh the the ring fit celeste with the ring fit why not um <laughs> anyways yeah you know, yeah someone it, has someone's played like overwatch or something by like putting in inputs in like morse code with one button just it's crazy uh, well, yeah, it's just you know, it's just things you didn't think were possible, right? And I, and honestly, I thought about it with Celeste dance pads. It kind of makes sense because uh, analog controls I don't think are that good with Celeste. I I mean, maybe I, you can probably play however you want, of course, dance pads, guitar, whatever. But uh, you know, you, you don't have uh, you don't have to stick to worry about. You know, Celeste is a game that works totally fine with like uh, eight directionals, right. so. So, you know, it could work just totally fine there. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Peking Boo has also tried to play Hades on a dance pad. 
like to point that out. Right. That automatically right. makes that automatically makes them. I don't know. Better. Mm. <laughs> A better person. Speaking sure. of, of wow. technical challenges, I want to attempt to to segue uh, into into something that I wanted to highlight, uh, which was the uh, the 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 serious Sam the first encounter co op. They are doing four player online co op, which I don't know how that's going to work. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a real experience. I'm really really looking forward to how this plays out. You know, these back-to-back first and second encounters caught my eye, but I don't know anything about them. Sell me on it. So my experience typically watching these has been, uh, I want to back that up, has been watching uh, my buddy Tapioca do solo runs, uh, which usually in that you're relying on enemies to push you up out of bounds. And here you can see right away, uh, the this guy gets pushed out of bounds by his friends just shooting him up a hill. And then <laughs> they're good. able to use that to sort of, you know, get uh, load in like the next level like right away. And they do that throughout a, a whole bunch of this, um, through much of these levels. I feel like first encounter to me is more broken than second encounter, which is why I'm, I'm you know, choosing to highlight that one. Um, but that's kind of the nice thing about co-op speedruns with Serious Sam, and this is true even of some of the later ones, is that you can you can use that to your advantage. As you can see, even just normally walking around, they're just blasting each other, oh my pushing God, them forward. My eyes. Yeah, I'm like so- 99% sure this is the same engine or the same assets as the Talos Principle. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think Talos Prince was a little more, more polished, but I think you're you're not no, wrong. Well, yeah. No, I remember. I remember oh, well. as a Talos Principle run mentioned stuff about Serious Sam. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's like the level assets are mm-hmm. like they use the exact like Talos Principle uses Serious Sam assets. Oh, really? Okay, okay, interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that because those games just seem so wildly different. I mean, maybe not in terms of playing them, just thematically. Yeah. Yeah, Serious Sam, uh, just, you know, series of fights, basically. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I think they've done this before. Maybe? I I feel like there, there's excited. at least been co-op or something. You know, uh, you can put you can put my, my point towards the towards the Serious Sam block as well. Put okay. one of my points there. Mr. Fru, what do we got from you? Uh, okay, so... Um, I already talked about Celeste. Uh, I did give a point to that. I think you put it on the sheet. Uh, I guess next uh, would be my next point I gave to uh, Thief 2, the Metal Age. I think uh, I think that's just going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Thief 2, definitely one of these games where um, it just easily breaks. And not because it's like a glitchy game or anything like that, but just because you're a thief. And to really play as a thief, you have to actually, you know, play along with that. Okay, I'll sneak around, you know, I'll I'll walk on the carpet, not the tile, uh, that sort of thing. Um, but with uh, with Thief 2 The Metal Age, I mean, as, as a speed run, you don't really have to care. Uh, you don't have to play honest. <laughs> you can just go. And I think there's a lot of fun to that. There, I, I watched a bit of this run, and there was a point where um, you're just walking around with a body. And... I was watching it with sound off at the time and he's walking around with the body and then he turns around and there's like an entire entire platoon of guards literally right behind him the whole time, which I thought was just a lot of fun. I'm just like watching this guy carry around a body. Turns out everybody's mad at him for it. So I don't know. Um, I think there's some good out of bounds. I think there's some good setups and glitches, uh, tricks and stuff. Just uh, interesting, interesting movement. You you have like a, uh, a hook shot or a, 
you know, a, a whatever they call that in real life, you know, not the Zelda item. Grappling um, hook. Grappling, grappling hook. hook. That, that would be it. You'd a grappling hook. You're, you're, you're doing commentary for Just Cause 3. I need you to know this. <laughs> All right, grappling <laughs> hook. All right. I won't uh, call it a hook shot. I swear to God, I won't. So these games are known for um, how fragile your character is and how you just, like, immediately fall over and, and die from, like, oh, getting yeah. from, like, a stiff breeze. But... In that clip that you were showing, I'm pretty sure I saw like 20 hearts on that person or like 20 shields of health. So I'm interested to see like if there's like a glitch that causes that or if if there's some way that Thief 2 makes uh, makes your life makes how makes your fragility less relevant. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, I've Thief, not really serious. I've explored personally. Uh, I, I played maybe a little bit of a Thief game, and uh, it is it is frustratingly obtuse because it's old and it's like it is fragile like that. Like sometimes yeah, the game a lot of depth fragile. to the game too. Oh like, yeah, it's a very complex game. That was one of the things that people didn't it's- like about the third Thief game is that it really like simplified things. But like Thief Two, you have like all these options to how yeah, you it- approach things. One of the it's one of the first games in the uh, like immersive sim sort of style. It's it's almost like a precursor to like Dishonored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or in some uh, aspects, I guess Hitman in that way. Yeah, just totally. Sort of, yeah, just setting up uh, you know the heist and you got all these solutions and yeah, it's cool. It's neat. Now, Amber, I know you had uh, you had some floater points. Did you have another game on Saturday that you wanted to highlight? Uh, I have. I had one more floater point. I gave I throw I threw one at the serious Sam, at serious Sam. Um if there's any one that I would like gun to my head, yell out like I'm excited for this run. I I have to give it to another precision platformer. Um Shredberg's running Super Meat Boy 106% and uh that is a run that I I wish I could have the technical ability at games like that to do a run like that like the precision required to play such crazy difficult levels for an hour and a half straight and it's like all of the levels in the game it's 106 percent. it's the whole game and it's there are still like some there are still like glitches or not necessarily glitches but like you have to worry about rng and i don't know there's some there's some really crazy skips and speed tech in the game that's really neat and i love i love watching precision platformers uh, Super Meat Boy is definitely one that I love and I played a lot of, and there were levels that I just could not beat. The game just got too hard for me. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, one of my one of my only real experiences with the game myself was it was gifted to me for, by a friend who will remain anonymous uh, because uh, when they gifted it to me, it was, "Dear Amber, this game is probably too hard for you." Sincerely, person. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Man, talk about having a beef. Oh, but it was a free game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I almost picked this one too. Um, because yeah, it's a super moon boy. Great game all around. I did because I think very much in line with what Amber said. I think it's just a really fun game to watch. Um, even if you've completed the game, which I haven't, I did never. 100% or 104.5 three repeating uh completed the game um i remember uh many years ago in in high school on a halloween it took me hours to finish the final level it wasn't even the dark levels just the final final <laughs> yeah. boss level 
Um, so to be able to see just high execution and it's so fast paced because, you know, level, 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 level. Yeah. So I'm super excited for Super Meat Boy. Always fun to watch. And, you know, after three, after like three years of advertisements uh, on the GDQ channel, Super, Mo <laughs> Super Meat Boy Forever is finally out as well. So I wonder if we're going to get any comments about that during the run. I don't know too much about that game, but uh, yeah, I do remember. It's a, it's a, it's an endless runner game. There's like a, a it's a bajillion levels. Yeah, it's a very different game from the other Meat Boys, and uh, I don't know anything about it really either. I just know that GDQ has advertised it for the last like three years, forever, and it's finally out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mm -hmm. I I have a quick one here. I always make a point. To you know, yeah. to look up some things I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not necessarily familiar with, and so I have to admit that I'm, I'm probably going to at least check out this catch 'em all run. I don't, I know nothing about Pokemon speedrunning, but oh, I just yeah. this whatever's going on, on the right side of the screen is mesmerizing to me, which I believe is just a graph of all the Pokemon, uh, but it it's is. just impressive. Um, yep, um, they have a tracker. I know a little bit about this. Okay, uh, this is a tracker for the for the game. Yep. Um, it tracks whether you have seen the Pokemon or whether you have actually caught the Pokemon. Wow, um, that's okay. impressive. Not entirely sure why they need to track both, but it does. This is interesting because I think the runner etiquette. Uh, I think he closed. He closed last with Pokemon yeah. Shield. Yeah, yeah last time it was Shield, and so he's got uh, he's got the the second to last run. So yeah, these Pokemon games, you know, they they do get the eyes. I remember there was a lot of hype during that Pokemon Shield run. It's a little long, in my opinion, for a finale, but uh, you know, we definitely have some more succinct choices this time around with uh, with Pokemon Blue, just under two hours, and uh, hopefully getting that ZFG all dungeons run. Um, Interesting that it's all dungeons instead of 100% from ZFG. I don't know too much about what's been going on in in the run. I just know that 100% has been rerouted a couple of times recently, and I've been seeing posts on the speedrun subreddit, although I haven't been clicking on them. Well, I can tell you that I, in, unless the category changes, I don't think in its current iteration you're ever going to see 100% in a marathon. It's just not. It's too difficult. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Say this point they're just they're literally uh some of the setups he does for just writing uh things into i don't want to say the code he's just like changing the game states like one of one one thing he does is he changes a requirement for a uh a quest to from rescuing four people to rescuing one and that happens entirely off screen with just like placing items and shit that's just insane you're never going to be able to really uh I, I think uh, do it's, that not only, it's not only not not only is it not marathon safe, it's almost impossible to commentate efficiently. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a deeply impressive category, but it's not a marathon one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fru, you got another one that you want to share? Yeah. So my last point that I gave um, for saturday and i guess just the pod in general my last point goes to uh super orb brothers 100 percent with mitch flower power uh i chose this one because mitch is cool I like mitch nice guy um i like rom hacks we were talking a little bit about you know hacks and mods in general you know that sort of thing earlier uh we touched on that briefly and i think it's really cool 
to just uh, uh, to see that um, at GDQ. You know, I think ROM hacks uh, overlaps a lot with speedrunning, not just in terms of the audience it attracts, where it's like obviously you're going to get really uh, people that just love these games playing the ROM hacks, but also um, I think speedrunning is in some way just a love letter to games and gaming, and ROM hacks just that the exact same thing. Bless you. Um, I chose this clip because there's just a lot of uh, crazy stuff happening with, you know, like it's not just you got to platform well. It's like you got to platform well and you got to get the shell all the way through the level. It's like, yeah, it's just that's that's insane. And, and to be able to, like, do that is cool. And I think this ROM hack itself has like new mechanics like Mario just wall jumped. I don't think you're doing that in Super Mario Bros. 3 normally. So, um just seems like a very well-made ROM hack, and I'm excited to see uh, to see just more of these uh, just creations at GDQ, right? Just really a unique way of presenting games, I think. Cool. Uh, I think, did we get all of yours, Amber, for for uh, Saturday? Or did we have Celeste, Meat Boy, Flex, Pick, went to Serious Sam. You got all mine. Okay. Plywood, what else we got from you? Uh, my last point for Saturday is uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice any percent race. It's a good one. Yeah. And uh, we got world record holder and I'm not sure what rank uh, Mitch, Mitch Ritz is, but I'm sure he's very close. Um, you know, it's a it's a very new game or I mean what it came out like last year, but there's been so much work put into it. Um, you know, it's in the same kind of vein as uh, the Dark Souls games. And, you know, as a, a Tenchu fan, it was originally supposed to be, like, related to Tenchu, and then it wasn't Tenchu. I'm like, just give us Tenchu again! But um, <laughs> um, putting that aside, uh, you know, there's fun skips, it's a fast run, it's pretty short, and, you know, you have a race on top of it, which keeps it uh, exciting. So, it's just a cool game, uh, very intense to watch, and should be fun. Cool. Well, excellent, think, man. Excellent pick. Yeah. Are we? Do we got one? No, because you. Uh, did you pick one? Fruit. Do you have any I, more? You. Yeah, no, this is your final point. I think I'm we're all done. good then, right? Or uh, we got we got everything for Saturday. Before we go into the plywood speed mm-hmm. speed round. Yes. Um, I googled Tenju, and there the top two things under people also ask are. Is Sekiro like Tenchu? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> and then, will there be a new Tenchu game? <laughs> is it plywood typing these questions? I'm, I'm oh, also no, a huge Tenchu fan. Farther down, yeah. who owns Tenchu IP? Yeah. I think FromSoft uh, does, right? Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because they they actually published some of the last Tenchu games. I thought like the mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, th- I, I included a final split here because I felt like it would, in you know, in case of emergency, add add another split. And as it turns out, it proved useful because we're about to have <laughs> yeah. a, a plywood <laughs> lightning round here. We're going all the way back to uh, Sunday. Okay. Uh, lay us some picks. All right. So l- can we set some ground rules here about how much time I have for each day just so I don't... Uh... Ten words or less per game. Don't Ten worry. words or no, less? I'm, wow. I'm kidding. Come on, I'm kidding. 
kidding. I'll 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 start flashing my lights if I get bored. There okay, that's 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 good. I'll I'll t- I'll take that one. All right. If you, so if you see the colors start to drain from our face, <laughs> right? Okay. Good. Good to know. So, well, I'll start with the one that's already on this list, which is Dragon Age Any Percent. So yep. I I've watched that run before. I love that game when I played it originally. I love watching the run. Fun, glitchy, broken Western RPGs. I love watching them. I, you guys have already talked about it, so I don't really need to say anything. Um, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, my next pick, Donkey Kong Country, no major skips. And not my favorite Donkey Kong Country. That would be two. But um, I just like watching... Donkey Kong Country, nice precision platformer, nice speed to it. It's just a classic game. So um, even though it's not my personal favorite country game, I was like, "Eh, you know, nice pick and no major skips. So we're going to see the full game. So that's fun. And then my final pick for Sunday, and this is the hashtag bias showing, but this is a big one for for us is uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, the boss extreme new game by Jaguar King. And if you've never played this game, it is a it's a hoot and a holler of an epic mess. But the run is one of the hardest in the entire series. And Jaguar King is a GDQ veteran. He's run Metal Gear Solid 2. He's run Metal Gear Solid 3. And we were so floored that Solid 4 even got in because we had doubts that this game would ever get in because of its length. Um, sure. But the thing is, is that not only does this game requires such precision with the movement uh there's a lot of luck that you have to deal with um just as an example um since you're in a war zone for a lot of the game you can just get hit by stray bullets and you get killed in like three shots so (laughs) it's uh can you like go through like what the category is like what is the boss and i'm guessing extreme is like highest difficulty that's right. So weird thing for Solid Four is that the difficulties have like a character name with them. So the boss extreme is the highest difficulty. Oh, um, it's just liquid. Yeah, yeah. It's just the name of the difficulty. Um, and then on new games, so you have to um, manage your money really well. Um, part of it is that the better you play, so you have to pick up resources for money, you have to play stealthily, so you can get that bonus money at the end of every act. So, playing well is super important. Of course, you have the classic uh, dealing with bosses, some skips as well. Um, There is a slow part to the run. Act 3 is infamously slow. There's a 15-minute basically, 15-minute auto-scroller. So, that was part of the reason why we were uncertain if this game would ever get in, but we were super happy that it did because even though it has its slow moments, it's also a very difficult and impressive run. So, nice awesome no i'm looking forward to that that's like a game i played you know once like a lot of people and i feel like i i want to see more of you know i feel like it's one of those things i'm ready to to revalue and certainly getting to see cool speedruns can be a part of that mm-hmm. for sure so that's my sunday all right yeah everyone's color in there is still in their face so i know i'm doing okay <laughs> cool monday i'm looking at what what we have here Okay, so uh, we have some similarities here, except 
I put Turok 1. I didn't see Turok 2. Wait, it, it's not... Oh, wait. What? Did I misread? PMC! Is, is this Turok 1? This is Turok 1, is not it, Turok 2. It's probably because... Is, is the runner's name Pale 2? Is that what it is? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> the runner's name is Pale 2, but this oh, is Turok it is. 1. Oh, my God. All right. Guilty. Guilty. Oops. Okay. I got Turok on there. So we Ziori had Turok. Um, I've watched this run before. It's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I think this is the kind of run that could make some people motion sick. So that is something to to say because it, I don't something about the look of Turok and you're running on diagonals and it's super fast. Like I could see some people getting a little bit ill watching it, but if you can stand watching it, um, in that way, the movement is so fast. There's some fun skips in there. You you know you climb up rocks in ways you're not supposed to uh goofy boss fights you know it's 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 a fun time to watch in my opinion hey, you, know, you mentioned you mentioned the movement i didn't notice this earlier but now that i see it this is one of those games where you add your horizontal and vertical or you you add your x and y so that you move a little bit far a little tiny bit faster on the mm-hmm. diagonal yep that's that's a really fun little bit of speed tech that's that classic. i appreciate yeah what else we got yeah and the remaster version just mm. it's so much better than 64 to watch so <laughs> you know um that goes without saying i suppose uh also adding a point to dark messiah of might and magic um yes because uh launching yourself through gates with uh, hay barrels is uh pretty great and like the the dagger dashing like you're flying in the air because you're like moving your daggers like again it's sort of in the same vein as dragon age just broken western rpg rpgs are are fun to watch so what well, what's your third one for monday my third one is the unique one, and that's uh, Sonic 06 Shadow Story, no mission select glitch. So, so Sonic 06 is the the black sheep of Sonic franchise, is that right? No, that's uh, that's Sonic and the Black Knight. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> Sonic 06 is just a glitch. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I Sonic don't think of it. Sonic 06 is just a glitch fest. There is a Sonic game called Sonic and the Black Knight. I typed Sonic franchise. I get f- Sonic food. God, man. No. Um, <laughs> you looking to buy a anyway. Sonic? So, Sonic. So, <laughs> Sonic 6. so, you know, I love the janky broken mess games, and Sonic 06 is pretty infamous for being a broken janky mess. Um, and I always, f- so my background in speedrunning in part is running games that are tend to be a little bit flawed and hard to control and, and such. Um, so I always think it's fun to watch people be able to control things that are generally not easy to control. You know, not to say that there isn't an appeal to precision platforming when, when controls are great, but also to be able to be on the other side of the spectrum and handle something that is broken in such a fast way, I think is uh, really fun to watch. So yeah. mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's the song everyone loves. I don't know. I've, I've heard so much about that. Whenever I check tune into it, even though Sonic's not my thing, I'm always impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had another point for Monday. Uh, I want to throw it at revenge of the bird King, um, which is a switch title. Uh, revenge of the bird King is most famous for being available for five cents for very often on the eShop. Sure. Um, it is very frequently 99% off. Um, 
or 95% off or whatever. And it is best described as a Shovel Knight ripoff where you play as a bird um, and you have a gun. Bam, but bam. it's like Shovel Knight. It looks like Shovel Knight. It, it's, it's a very, very not great game, uh, but it's got a lot of charm and uh, it'll be interesting. Cool. Nice. Tuesday. 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 This was the hardest day for me. There are so many good runs on Tuesday. Um, I counted like plus seven that I would have thrown mm-hmm. in there if it was on a different day, <laughs> but didn't happen. So Tuesday is really hard. Um, so fear was one of my picks. Uh, just a Bork FPS game. Maxi's been running the game for a very long time, knows the glitches, knows the tricks. Um, and Maxi's just a chill dude. He's fun to watch. He keeps it nice and, and cool so that when you're freaking out from watching a, a broken mess, you know, it's like, well, you got Maxi there. You know, he's he, he knows how to handle it. He'll, he'll guide you through the fear. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> So there you go. Um, another pick. I'm going to go through my non-unique picks first. Is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1-2. All goals and golds. All tours. Party Man X. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were two Tony Hawk games to, uh, on the list. I went with 1 and 2 because it's the newer game and you know something people haven't seen before. And Tony Hawk runs are fun to watch even if you've never played the game before because it's such a beautiful display of skill and speed um and just doing weird stuff that normal people when they're playing the game probably wouldn't do but if you really have an idea of how to break the the move system and the trick system you can like gain a lot of speed you can go in places you normally wouldn't uh normally uh if you're just playing casually So I think that's just going to be a fun run to watch. Even though I haven't personally seen the new game all that much, people like it, so I think it's a a good pick. And then my unique pick for Tuesday, which I'm actually surprised wasn't on this list at all, is uh, Metroid All Bosses. Uh, And the reason why I picked this game is Metroid 1 is a wonderful broken little mess but uh the fact that you actually go and fight all the bosses gives it a little bit of a twist to me um compared to just you know trying to beat the game as quickly as possible um if you if you're looking at the clip right now you're seeing these fun warps as you're going scrolling up and down the screen and then you know you just go fight some goofy uh 1980s boss that just kind of sits still and you just spam fire at it it's great um so Metroid All Bosses, it's a classic game and yeah. feels like a good fit for Tuesday when we have all the <laughs> we have like skateboarding, we got a bunch of horror games and then we got uh zooming up and down NES games. So Yeah, that's yeah. just a while like it's Tuesday's so packed. It's crazy. Mhm. Yeah, this is cool. I I I didn't give a point to this one, but definitely like seeing the classic metroid is cool because we we see like a lot of super metroid um obviously at gdq one of the highlights just period but yeah just going going a little back in time the screen wrapping is so interesting because that's like not that's a thing that happens in like a number of nes games at least like i'm thinking of zelda one where they screen wrap there as well um 
that's just it's so interesting um just that sort of old school tech yeah for sure all right lightning round lightning round continues the fun never stops never stops until we get to friday uh so wednesday i have my on my list devil may cry 3 virgil new game by waifu so if you've never played devil may cry 3 uh, it's actually one of the harder devil may cry games because they basically went in the opposite direction after two two was too easy so they're like all right we're gonna make three hard again um and the difference with uh virgil is you have like a completely different move set compared to dante because they're the twins right they're brothers uh virgil plays a little bit differently and character action games are just fun to watch and to see that execution especially when it comes to like boss fights how do you approach the boss fights because a lot of it is like you know battle arena kind of thing so how do you approach every encounter in a really clean way and just handle um some of the randomness that can be thrown at you because i was watching a little bit of waifu play and he was saying like you know there is it's hard to really know what to do sometimes because of so much variance so you have to have this sort of um improvisational aspect and i i always appreciate that in certain runs you know it's it's nice to see like a completely scripted run because usually those are really fast but to be able to improvise and handle on the fly uh, i think is really fun to watch no that's and a good I'm one I, probably would have, I, I felt like a little better leaving that off because i had left for dead 2 on the the previous day but <laughs> uh but no that i i'm always impressed with the character action games and how they manage enemies in this wow we have a pretty diverse wednesday so none of my games are are Ooh. on here i don't think so okay so what next up got? super mario world 2 yoshi's island 100 percent, baby um i so, should have put this on my list can, can, can i be honest Epic you can change your point yeah, let's put uh, hold on Epic uh, dumpster bear 2 because yeah I, you should you should say some stuff about this game yeah so i actually recently um got to play this game a little bit again i love this game um and this is such a hard game to play in general because there's such a learning curve to playing as yoshi so to put everything into perspective the amount of uh aiming you have to do with these eggs is absolutely it's phenomenal a in 100 percent context to get all these coins because you, you know part of it is if you throw the egg in the right spot you can pick up coins and from this clip you can just see this you know this precision is incredible um, just really fun to watch. Now there are some dull moments to World Two, um, certainly, and it's a it's a long run, but the highlights I think really make up for it. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't have anything particularly meaningful to say about this, so I didn't put it on my list. Uh, I am excited to see it. Um, what I can say about Yoshi's Island is that the game has a billion collectibles considering that it's a 2D platformer and 100% is going to be amazing. And it's an older game that has not been at a GDQ in a really long time. And if I remember correctly, at least. And so seeing how far it's been pushed is going to be really exciting, too. For sure. For sure. Ah, man, that's my... a chonker. Almost three hours. I know. It's <laughs> long. But hey, 
hundred percent is difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. So, um, and then my final pick for Wednesday, squad we're off wand of Gamelon, all uh. cut scenes. <laughs> I had to, I had to throw in the meme. I don't, and it, what's wonderful about games like this, it doesn't matter if the run goes poorly, everyone's going to have a good time anyways, cause it's all cut scenes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, I know it's a bonus game. It's a bonus game, so I guess potentially it won't happen. But come on, it's it's Wand of Gamelon. Gonna it's going to happen. Gamelon, yeah. Oh, people yeah. want to yeah, see Wand of Gamelon. I want to see. I want to see some hot CDI action out there. Actually, um, just as a side note, there's been some. I don't know if it was Wand of Gamelon or Faces of Evil. I think it's Wand of Gamelon. There is a recent. Uh, I don't know if you should call it patch, but a remaster. That someone made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They just like remade the whole game, actually. I think is yep. what they did in game in Game Maker or something. That's crazy. That's nuts. It's so mm-hmm. cool though. It's like just the act of restoration mm-hmm. there is just awesome. All right. Lightning round continues. Okay. Lightning round continues with Thursday. Cool. So Thursday had some really uh interesting picks for me. Uh, Half-Life scriptless had to put that on there. Um, High-level Half One Half-Life One play is bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, the very start of the run is an auto scroller. Basically, you're just waiting around for the action to start. The moment things start uh, going off off the hook, and when they do. Um, once they're done being in their, you know, few minute prison waiting for the initiation of the action half-life, uh, the speed, the bunny hopping, um, the control you have to have of, uh, Gordon Freeman is really fun. And and every time I see him, like, I don't think I could do that. (laughs) So it's always fun to watch, um, that kind of, uh, precision with, uh, first person because it's like, you know, it gets to the point where it's like it's just like platforming mm-hmm. more than like shooting. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's I'm wowed by it every time. For sure. What else is that for Thursday? Uh, Resident Evil Five new game co op amateur. Um, had to throw this on here because new game co op requires a good amount of coordination between the runners since you have to juggle your inventory management, your purchases, your upgrades. You have to know very well the route in terms of what treasures to pick up, how to maximize your money, what to spend it on. Um, and RE5 co op is just fun in general. If you've never played Resident Evil 5, you should definitely play it co op, not single player. Do not play it single player. Play- yeah. Playing with the AI is generally just annoying, but playing with a, a friend, um, you know, they adjusted it in a way from RE4, specifically the inventory management that it really highlights. You only have like nine slots, whereas in RE4, you have like a full mm. attache case of stuff. So being able to manage that and, and the coordination, I think co-op runs are always fun to watch in the context of GDQ, because not only are they doing commentary, they're doing work together, right? Yeah. So there's like this element of commentating and also, Hey, we need to do this thing mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So cool. Fun, fun stuff. Yeah. And the final one for Thursday is, uh, something a little bit out of left field. And that is slow drive. 
any percent. Oh, yeah. No, we we did cover this one. Yeah. Um so slow drive was like, what's this? And this guy, Bullets, he does runs of like games that feature a protagonist that's an animal. That's like his thing. It's cool. So this is you play as a sloth in a car. <laughs> this seems like a perfect like uh, early morning run. It's just nice and chill. Uh, you're driving a wonky. I don't. It looks like a, a like a Yugo or something. So uh, nice, just fun. I like the aesthetic of the game. I've never played it, but just watching, I'm like, yeah, I I, I could chill out and watch some slow drive. It's great. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I picked that one too. That's definitely on on my radar. I, I recently had the chance to talk to Bullets about the Animal Challenge as well. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Friday. Friday. Last day of the lightning round. Okay. Whew. So on my list, but I am hashtag biased. But anyone who knows me is probably not surprised that I picked this. Is Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes All Dog Tags Extreme by Tyler. Uh, I ran this game at SGDQ 2018, full disclosure. Um, but even so, this game has come quite a bit since my run. Uh, there's some new skips in the game, and they don't skip a lot of the game, just little bits to add that a little bit of spice. Um, and the all dog tags run, if you've never seen it, essentially you're stealing everyone's identity. So every guard in the game, you co- you, you hold them up, You shake them down, you steal their dog tags, you got their identity. Here's the thing, though. You cannot ever get spotted, because it's game over if discovered, so you have to be very sneaky. And there's just some really wild, wacky strats. Uh, If you're watching this clip right here, uh, Tyler's going to hold up three guards at once, and then uh, punch every single one of them in the groin at once. Uh, So it's just, like, really wacky stuff. And, And beyond the identity stealing in this run... Uh, just some really difficult boss fights, trying to uh, maintain that big boss rank, which is the top rank in the game, uh, what we call rank one, trying to be sneaky and basically skillful. Uh, it's just a real blast. I'm really looking forward to the run. So, yeah, Twin Snakes. Yeah, no, I had highlighted that. Too. I actually I had played your clip, too. I didn't even realize that was three guards at once. So that <laughs> shows, yeah, shows all the surprises hold, holding in that one. Oh. <laughs> What else you got for Friday? Uh, so another pick for Friday is Odd World Stranger's Wrath. Any percent, no ghost. Um, this game is very nostalgic to me. I played it on the original Xbox. But this game, uh, you it's an interesting mix. If you've never seen this game, you know, the other Odd World games are primarily puzzle games. But Stranger's Wrath is a third-person action game, but with a twist, you can actually play in first person as well. So if you watch this game, there's this mixture of first person movement and third person movement and going out of bounds and fighting enemies and bosses and, and fun stuff like that. Um, you watch a few minutes of this run, you'll see uh, the stranger climbing, you know, <laughs> rocks that normally in other games you would not be able to jump on and have collision you just start you know going off in the map it's great yeah um, that's a cool one now i i should i showed a clip that i took earlier where he just starts hopping over all the buildings in town to get around <laughs> something and it's just like all right i'm in let's go 
Fantastic, fantastic for me. Uh, love that game. So I'm glad it's getting some love at GDQ. And then my final pick for Friday and the end of the lightning round, the plywood lightning round, is uh, an old mainstay, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask Any Percent. Uh, so this is mostly because I just really like Majora's. It's one of my favorite 3D, actually my favorite 3D Zelda game. And, you know, Ocarina of Time has seen its advancement in, in any percent, as most people may know, and Majora's has as well. So I don't think that has been shown yet at GDQ, if I'm not mistaken, the new any percent route for Majora's. So uh, I think if that is the case, even if it isn't, it's just nice to see. So there you go. Totally. Huh. Awesome. Well, I'm going to say... Uh, that we have finished exactly on estimate, and I will never tell anyone what the estimate was. <laughs> I knew what the Good. estimate was. <laughs> I did not. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I was given more information or something. I think I. Can, I think I. I tried to do a very good job of giving you all the same pitch. <laughs> like I even like put it in a text box by itself. Yeah, no, you did. You did. So, uh, but thank I you. heard oh, this was going to be an hour and a half. Yeah, ninety minutes is what I said. Um, uh, and we so went over. Fine. That's it's fine. chill. No, I had fun. This was fun. Yeah. I started Thank yawning you. a little bit, but like Thank I said, I had so much for giving I, me this I, time. Yeah, yeah, man. No, this was super fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. No, I enjoy it. Thanks I for waiting all the picks. <laughs> yeah, plywood. I'm so sorry about what happened to you. I, you know, the, with the weather and everything. I'm glad you were able to give us all the lightning round picks at the end. Uh, hopefully, this recording will make sense to people. We had fun anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Any other this final one. words before I, I? I think I think some of us are are running out of gas after almost you know almost two and a half hours. But if anyone's got a final word, I, I'll give it to you. But yeah, it's got to be like a sentence. <laughs> Go ahead, plywood. All right, I, I just have to say after looking at the schedule, I'm really happy with it. Like this is a very good GDQ schedule. I think it has a great amount of diversity. There's a lot of neat stuff that normally wouldn't be at GDQ. And doing this has just amplified that feeling to me because there's looking at this list, y'all picked some really cool stuff. So, you know, I hope it's great. Yeah, it be no, great. I think this is, I think mm-hmm. likewise, this is amplified uh, my excitement. Um, Definitely. Do y'all have any feelings about who you would want to? Uh, go raid there's actually a few people we talked about are online um those nerds those nerds how could they be streaming uh i'm actually well okay who wants to do a rocket engine noise and then i'm just gonna raid whoever i want to have we we've all you've been on the podcast no no well wait a minute i was on the podcast before that was a thing though Oh, you're right. It was on the, right. OG, the OG version okay. podcast. When That's it was right. Just it was, it was just about like, Max. the first five anymore. episodes. All right. <laughs> well, in that case, uh, I'm going to conclude that. Thank you all so much for listening and watching. Uh, this will all be available. Please follow everyone uh, who did this, uh, if you are not for some reason. And uh, thank you so much again. Flywood, please help us escape. Oh, God. (laughs) That's my rocket noise.